This week's Video Game Apocalypse is brought to you by Casper Premium Mattresses, and you can go to caspertrial.com slash lasertime and get $50 towards any new mattress. Everybody, welcome to episode two hundred and four of Video Game Apocalypse. I, as usual, am your host, Michael Raparas. Who else is here in the Tyler Wild Memorial Studio with me? Uh, Chris Antista, desperate to talk about the Switch and Zelda. And uh, day two Switch adopter Dave Rudden. Ooh. Boy, am I angry! You wild rebel! You took a serious risk. Oh no, Amazon! Yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck them. It was oh. not a risk. It so was, it was it was a delay. Took the yes. risk of pre-ordering from Amazon. When you when you said day two, I just assumed you'd like gone out to Target the next no. day or something. Like fuck, I bought three. Fuck Amazon, but please use our Amazon links. <laughs> <laughs> and special guest Heidi does not buy consoles at launch. Kemp's. Oh come on. Well, how, how can you be an early adopter if you don't buy them at launch? Yeah, how do you get mad hype? Yeah. But, yeah. How, do you but get, also, how do you get mad at machinery? I want to talk about that, but what Nintendo console uh, has ever made... Every Nintendo console comes at launch the way it'll be for the next five years. 3DS. Uh-huh. 3DS. It took five years. That's true. It took five years. <laughs> I am such an early adopter that I follow pregnant people going into the hospital and I say, <laughs> I'm getting that baby. Can I I'm make? getting that baby. I'm early adopting that baby. Uh, yep. Can I borrow your baby? <laughs> it's one of my favorite lines to send out to a company email when someone has a baby and nobody ever gets it. So it makes it even funnier to me. Hey, when you get back, can I borrow your baby? Yeah. You're going to give it to me. I'm going to convince you. You're, you'll see. Uh, you're going to want to let me borrow that baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so plans. This is, this is another huge-ass week uh, wow. for video games, particularly yes. if you're a fan of... Open world games and or frisbees. Wait, Windjammers though? No, no, no. There's there's a game called Disc Jam that's a okay. sort of a spiritual success. Yes. Well, point you pointed it out to me though. When we we were talking like all the big, not only all the high profile releases have sixty dollar games have been open world to the point where like, lately this year, yeah, Final Fantasy and Zelda are also open world. So for mm-hmm. like the last three months, everything is a uh, six. Give or take approximate sixty hour game for sixty dollars. It's how the fuck do we, do they think we have time to play all this shit? Yes. God damn. Well, they they all think. Well, you have time to play at least one open world game. I and guess those are selling like hotcakes right now. So I guess I don't know what I don't know what you do for I, poor Ghost Recon and Horizon, but uh, they're open world games. They're not going to find any of my time mm. for the next few days. You know, for for people who haven't bought Switch or, or near uh, or, or have a Wii U or what's uh, what's the other one coming out. Mass Effect. That's not yes. open world, though. Mm. <laughs> but it it's open galaxy. It's open galaxy. <laughs> so we're not going to focus on the open world aspect of this week's releases. No. Uh, no. Instead, Heidi suggested a different angle. What was that, D? That we could pursue. So Nier Automata is coming out this week, and I friggin' love Nier when it came out. I loved it, but I gave it a seven out of ten because it's you know it's not a great game, but it's also a great game. Yeah, it's, and that's cause, it, like has a sixty-eight, I think, on Metacritic yeah. right yeah, now. Yeah, we couldn't nice stop. the sex number. It reviewed around. <laughs> it's almost the sex number. Oh, okay. It's one away. It's uh, it's. Oh, it's almost a week. Never mind. I fucked up the <laughs> joke. God, we had so few in jokes here. I suck. Um, fucking near 
it, everybody gave it like a six out of seven, and then and then like years down the line, everybody looked at this and was like, "Holy crap! Yeah. This game is actually kind of genius." Yeah, we made fun which, of which I was yeah. saying it's from amazing. from the get go. This game is actually kind of genius. You have to wade through a bunch of crap to find it. Yeah, but holy crap! Some it's overindulgent good. Square Enix tendencies, I'm guessing, and we made fun of the voice acting a lot, the talking book. Uh, but I think about five years later, everyone was like, "No, near rules." Oh, yeah. And so I wasn't shocked when they released a trailer for a new game, but I still was. <laughs> because did this sell well? It did not sell well. Yeah. yeah. Like, wh- why continue with this franchise? Uh-huh. Well, because I guess, you know, the fan following just kept, kept building and so building crazy. and convinced yeah. Square was like, yeah, maybe we should give this another yeah. chance and, you know, actually put I mean, a competent developer behind it. It, it helps that this is sort of two franchises, right? It's near near as linked with Drakengard. And uh-huh. Drakengard is also kind of... Tends to be dismissed. Yeah. Drakengard. Taking is, the hobbits to Drakengard. What is Drakengard? Uh, oh, boy. Are we going to get into it? I haven't actually played it. <laughs> that, is, that the RBG with, like, crazy batching endings. Oh, like, that's, yeah, that's yeah, very yeah. big. That, that's the one. Yeah. Like, there are plenty of RPGs with crazy batching endings, but Drakengard is yeah. the king. Mm. Yeah. So going on that, that Nier is a game that uh, was sort of overlooked at launch, and then, like, years went by, and suddenly... It got a huge following, mm-hmm. enough to justify a sequel. Uh, we're going to look at five games that that also happened to, that they, they didn't make a splash at launch, and then years later they all blew up in one way or another. I love it huh. when this happens. Yeah. So let's begin with... Number five! Mortal Kombat? You wish. You we wish just talked about that's near, right? No. Oh. <laughs> this is... Uh, Part of the Action 52 cartridge for <laughs> NES, Cheetahmen. Cheetahmen. Uh, yes. Why am I aroused? <laughs> you should be aroused. Okay. Uh, this is a game that, like, it's it's sort of become this ironic gem. Mm-hmm. Yes. That, like, people keep talking about it. Like, there's very little that is remarkable about this game. From Except what for I've its, seen. its awfulness. Yeah, that's it's true. It's hilariously really awful. incompetent. So, Action 52, it's one of those things that has 52 games on it, but in reality, it's like. Five games with like well, ten. Yes. Like, no, I will no, let there are this. Actually, fifty-two separate games, yeah. but they are all just hilariously badly programmed. Some of them are <laughs> yeah. literally uncompletable. It's Tetris, but it's black and white. <laughs> I, I will let this uh, unaired commercial for it uh, explain. <laughs> I said here, chap, shouldn't you go on a diet? Are you talking to me? Hmm, maybe these guys would make these holes bigger. I could fit easy, you know what I'm saying? Hey, man, I'll help you out. No worries, no. Come on, guys, we have work to do. We come from the Action 52 game world where every game is... Yeah, we're talking action and lots of it. We got space, dragon, adventure, even war games. Yeah, dude, we even got rescue games, and man, they're smooth. Like ice. Hey, what about you guys? Oh, yeah, we're in there, too. The Cheetah Man. Yes, but that's another story. If you want the ultimate game challenge, you have to get Action 52. Yeah, it's so cool. 52 games in one, and you can even play it on Nintendo. Man, it's awesome. Get yours now. Now playing at a store near you. Buy it from the dirt bag behind the flea market today. <laughs> when the kid says it, you can even play it on Nintendo, he means you can only play it on yeah. Nintendo. Well, it's there's a Genesis version. Oh, is there? Yeah. Oh, really? Okay, and it is take better. Mm. I don't doubt it. Like, the whole saga of the company that made this Active Enterprises mm-hmm. is hilarious 
They just look them up sometime. They were beautifully incompetent. They had delusions of grandeur for Action 52, which sold for something like $200. Because, you know, 52, 52 games in one cartridge. Huh. Think of the value. Except they're all terrible. <laughs> Holy shit. They, what, and, yeah, and they were aspiring for the Cheetah Men to become the next Ninja Turtles. They also had plans for a console that would play like... Or Nintendo, it, Super Nintendo, and Genesis games? Yeah, that'll happen. Or as they called it, uh, $200 price point on the game, or less than $4 per game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty great. <laughs> Holy shit. But yeah. These aren't really games you'd pay $4 yeah. for anyway. I've, I've never heard of this. I am fascinated. So their last game before vanishing into mm-hmm. whatever hell these fly-by-night shysters mm-hmm. go into was the Cheetah Men 2, which never got oh, yes. an official release oh. and was actually like not finished mm-hmm. as in you could not actually beat the game there is an alleged like prototype boxed cartridge on ebay for like three thousand dollars yeah this but, is fascinating mm-hmm. i don't know anything about yeah this. but uh so cheetahman 2 this is again the first cheetahman how this sounds thank you cheetahman combat and this is cheetahman 2 <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Hey, Ten are, years in the making. Those are almost voice samples. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it, like, I think the creativity in Cheetah Men sort of ran out after level two. Mm-hmm. Because like the first two levels of like the first game are the, this isometric brawler where you're mm-hmm. playing as Ares, the guy with the, the Cheetah Man with sticks. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, moving up and down and hitting things. And from then on, it's just kind of these ugly looking side-scroller stages with no verticality. And then in the sequel, it's just side-scroller stages. Again, there's no isometric viewpoint, nothing. And, I don't uh, think there were any isometric viewpoints in the original, but I could be wrong. But hmm. I mean, In the long play I was watching, like, the first two levels were. It hmm. sounds similar to the original Ninja Turtles on NES. Kind of, yeah, but it's way uglier. It's reminding me of that Bart, versus impossible. The, Bart versus the Space Mutants, where the whole game is a lie based on the first level being <laughs> original, weird, and stupid, <laughs> and the rest of it is a shitty side-scroller. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, not not a great hmm. series, but somehow, somehow we've all heard it, of it. It's got a bizarre fandom to it. I've like, yeah. never some... heard of it, but you just a quick Google image search. Yeah, it's... Oh, Tons yeah. of people are doing shit with this. I mean, Tons it is. Oh, art. oh, and what what's weird is that Japan found it and was like, huh. holy shit, what is this? Yeah. This is amazing. And, and kind of went cheetah and crazy. It's in their... Kind of their... Uh, Canon of le- <laughs> legendary Kusoge. Yeah, yeah that's uh, that's areas, all right. <laughs> yeah. I, I think there, there's even cutscenes in like the first one's like the game master was playing his Nintendo when suddenly an arm reached out from the TV and grabbed him, wow. and he explained his predicament to the Cheetah Man who decided to protect him. I've always mm-hmm. now you play as the Cheetah Man. I mean to 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 spoil some of an upcoming Retronauts, it's, mm-hmm. it seems the same reason that people went nuts about Bioforce Ape, which, which is just like, <laughs> it's, a, a, it's a big, uh, dumb creature. I love big, dumb creatures. Bioforce Ape been, is actually kind of good, though. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, like, that, it should, the thing that, a, a game that should have been a Saturday morning cartoon, mm-hmm. people will always flock towards it. Yeah. It's no bashy bazook morphoid masher. What? Did you just say? <laughs> God damn it! More of a mohawk Why am and I discovering... jack guy myself. Ah, I don't know new games. I don't know future <laughs> games. All I know is old games, and I don't know this. So fucking sad. <laughs> Want to go play cheat a bit right now? Uh, please don't. Zelda. Well, you can do it the after we get. Pretty rocking though. Yeah. If it, it, it's just that one song. Yeah, it's just that one song. Over they, and over they, again, played they endlessly. Did manage to squeeze like those. Fifty-two big games. Wow, big games! Isn't that fidelity? <laughs> Imagine this, just playing for hours and hours on repeat. 
They managed to squeeze 50 play, 52 playable games on an NES cart with those restrictions. Uh, back in the day. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, but they're all... They, they can barely be counted yeah. as games. Yeah. On a weird side note, uh, another game on the Action 52 cartridge actually got a homebrew release, a game called uh, Streamers, mm-hmm. which somebody took and made into like an actual playable good video game. Mm. It's been run at AGDQ a couple times, and it's a pretty cool game, actually. Not the Action 52 version, but the homebrew. Wow. What an insane thing to discover and crack mm. open. Now I want to dig up every one of those like 80 billion games in one. <laughs> Buy it on the on impulse at TJ Maxx. <laughs> <laughs> Well, here's one you definitely can't buy on Impulse, unless you hit the right flea market. Number four. Bobby's World. Uh, (laughs) What what is it? This is Little Samson. Little Samson? I have heard of Little Samson. Thank God. Mm -hmm. Released in 1992, after everyone's Mm. focus had moved on to the Super Nintendo and the Genesis. Mm. Which is kind of a common trend among these games. Mm -hmm. Like... They always tend to release, like, at a really bad time. Mm. But it had some people on it who had, like, worked on Mega Man. Uh, yeah, and it had a, a really uh, just beautiful sprite animation by a, a guy named Utata Kiyoshi, who later went on to work on things like... Um, uh, he did uh, Metal Storm by... I, I love Metal Storm! Storm. Which also, yeah. like, both of those games have beautiful animation. Oh, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. And and they have, for, for an NES game, Little Samson looks amazing, and... It's a, it's a really neat concept in that you have these four heroes who are summoned by a king to uh, to fight a great evil, mm-hmm. and uh, the first four stages you get to select you you can play as either uh, Samson, a dragon, a golem, what? or a mouse. I, I I know I played this a long time ago, but yeah. oh, what the fuck? Seriously? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a Christ. super nice action and, game. And uh, yeah, Samson he he throws a little bell around, and he wasn't named Samson in the original. I think he's like named Lickle or little Hercules. The, the game was called Lickle, mm-hmm. uh, something of the Lickle. sacred bell. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah obviously they're going to change that. Mm-hmm. Um, but after you play as each of these heroes, uh, they they gather before the king and. Uh, they decide they're they're gonna like pull their consciousness so that you can switch between them at will, and so the the golem and the mouse get into a sacred bell, and the dragon's not having it. So like one of the first bosses you fight is the the dragon that you're gonna play as for wow. a bunch of the game, and after you subdue him, then then you can turn into him. And it's it's interesting that I think there are just like four music tracks in this, mm-hmm. but they all trigger when you change into different characters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That was the dragon turning into the mouse. I, I know. Okay. K.O. the mouse, and, by and the way. Is it, is it named K.O.? K-O? What a great oh, name nice. for it. The, the smallest character. Yeah. He can uh, he can slide in through little areas, mm-hmm. or small areas, and uh, he, like, poops bombs, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> His mouses all want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mouses. Somebody fire me. Mice. <laughs> <laughs> Golem can walk on spikes. Dragon can fly around and charge up like three levels of fire breath. And, uh, and little Samson is your yeah. surrogate to get they, into it all. They all yeah, it's look seriously amazing. one of the best platformers on the internet. Yeah, this is I, I, I this one I at least I didn't know about. I just don't know much about. Yeah. But I love being able to research something from this era with all this information on. Like mm. people fucking love this game. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah, although trying to find like uh, videos about it on YouTube, like just like mm-hmm. who's talking about this and like. Most of the videos that immediately came up are like, "Look what I found at a garage sale!" Mm-hmm. Like, 
This lady had no idea what, what she had. What a fucking idiot. Yeah, I'm going to be a much better hoarder than she is. Yeah, because yeah, this thing is now worth Mad Bank. It's, it's like one of the most valuable things. NES cartridges, uh. aside from stadium events. We're talking like several hundreds of dollars if you have a complete no, I can copy. See, you can see it. You just, just that... If you haven't heard of it and has that Nintendo Entertainment System red bar, it means it came fairly later on. Right, like um, all the late Taito games are super expensive now. Yeah, and this is a Taito game as well. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. That's very Taito music. There. Ah, yes. Mm. But, yeah, pretty awesome. Want so, to play. Yeah. Hmm. Well, let's move on to... Number three! Uh, here's a hint. We mentioned this at the beginning of this Is it episode. Windjammers? Yes. It's Windjammers. Hey. Look at that. Congratulations. Let's have a big round of applause for the winner. I did not know this would be uh, on here. I just thought, I, I I couldn't believe it was announced at, what, the PlayStation experience? Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, as a big thing? Like, really? This is... Yeah, well, it's, it's going to release on PS4 at some point, and yeah. I think part of the reason for that was that they they noticed, like, oh, it's gaining popularity and now there's this game called Disc Jam mm -hmm. that just came out today which basically is Windjammers but in 3D. Mm. Mm -hmm. uh, and yeah, I, I, how the fuck did they do this? Data East for Neo mm -hmm. Geo. Yep. yep. Jesus Christ, is Data East isn't around, right? Data East kind of died at the end of the 1990s. Apparently they made some bad investments. Yeah, defunct as of 03. I guess you could say their profits went south. Hey. <laughs> oh, Dave. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think the uh, you should the, write for the news. I, I think the infamous fighters' history lawsuit didn't do them any favors yeah. either. Well, they won it. Did they win it? They won it. I thought yeah. Capcom won. No, yeah. they no, they trounced Capcom. Yeah. Capcom oh, wow. was like, okay. you guys don't have a leg to stand on here. Yes, yeah, as, as if Capcom invented the fireball. Yeah, <laughs> the only game well, character who's ever conned. That one. struck me as weird because Capcom uh, had. Was suing Data East because they're like your game Fighters history is too identical to Street Fighter, and I understand why they would do that. They just but, went in, they said Karnov, dropped the mic, and left. But it's just, <laughs> he's in the game. But it's just like, I guess games were such a young medium. Like, how are you not supposed to like at least passingly resemble something that's come before, given how little you can do with, mm -hmm. this, with this medium? Uh, but what was weird to me is that like with all of the other Street Fighter Me Too games that came out in the wake of that, like. Why go after Fighter's History, yeah. this one that, like, yeah. it, w it wasn't really well-known? I think it was because it was the best. Uh, maybe? The, the best of the Me Too that, like, resembled Street Fighter. That could be. I think, well, I mean, like, it struck me as with, like, World Heroes, if you've ever played the original, feels oh, like yeah. a reskin and rebalancing <laughs> of Street Fighter 2. So I was really surprised that they didn't oh, sue the SNK over that. But this is not about that. No. It's about Windjammers. Yeah, Windjammers, which is fucking awesome! Yeah, why is it awesome? Because it's like a, a fighting game mixed with Pong mm -hmm. with uh, sound effects that go like this. Yeah, this is like the hardest core game of Pong you'll ever play, and it's great. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. It, it moves really fast. It's, it's all about, like, slapping this huge Frisbee back and forth on a, a small course. Uh, you can, you can kind of lob it into the air to, to sort of catch your opponent unawares. And, like... Basically, you get it past them at any point. There's no, like, single goal to, to hit. Um, and, and you will score against them. Mm. And uh, it's... I, I've only, like... I actually got this in the uh, in Dan Amrick's collection. Uh, Formerly Tyler Nagata's collection. Uh, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. for, the, for the Neo Geo cabinet. And uh, played it a bit, just single player. And it's like, why is everyone so 
bad shit about this because uh, like it's not that fun as a single player game like yeah, just playing against like neither is Virtua Tennis well yeah. uh, what, what really kind of made it take off and I think is that support for it got added to a really popular online uh, fighting game I, I forget if it was Fightcade or GGPO I'm sure Lord BBH is hearing this and just mm-hmm. screaming at me Heidi it was this and this but it was he's one the of only those. one don't worry yeah <laughs> It was one of those, and from there, people found it and were playing against each other, and were like, "Wow, this game, uh, this game counts." Yeah, surprisingly competitive. Yes. So yeah, Windjammers is great. Um, I'm a, I have some trepidations about the PS4 port, if only because um, the publisher .mu has a really bad track record with Neo Geo games on Steam. Like really? the ports uh, are mm. not good. They're the ones responsible for the Neo Geo games that come to Steam. Uh, most of them, yeah. And then they're just straight up ports for the most part. Um, they're not even straight up good ports. Mm. They they have some serious problems with like sound and slowdown and mm. things like that. I love that this is promo- the the cover of the box promotes seventy four megs. Yep, <laughs> seventy four megs. Of megabits. Of awesome of data of. <laughs> Of disk. This was back when, like, uh, most four Family Guy megs. <laughs> Remember, like, when sixteen megabits was yeah. a huge deal for yeah. like Street yeah. Fighter. But I, you know, obviously, I couldn't afford to be a Neo Geo player. No, uh, nobody could back. Nobody then. could. I know you my, still can't. Yeah, yeah I still can't. That's true. My, my friend did. He stole an arc. He stole the keys from someone working in an arcade, and then got a Neo Geo somehow. And he would go into arcade machines and like steal the Neo Geo cartridges uh. out because they were just cartridges, oh, just wow. giant yeah, cartridges. That's true. Uh, Although, oh, so we got an, an MVS because it, the home system and the MVS are different. I have no idea what he got, but it, like it, he showed me it in the arcade. I'm trying to remember what the fuck his name was. It was probably Matt or some other such <laughs> generic white name. <laughs> Let's stick with that, Matt. <laughs> it did happen, though. It's very vague. Because uh, I, I always wanted to get into Neo Geo. I, I'm really jealous of the machine you have because like, that collection is amazing. Oh, yeah. Especially that Dan Amrick sold it because he was lightening his load to move to L.A. Mm-hmm. only to move back here into a bigger house. Yep. Into a bigger house! <laughs> <laughs> now he has to make room for all his NBA jam cabinets. That's true. And his giant is his bass guitar collection. And yeah, I actually was like, when Tyler Nagata first approached me about selling the cabinet, like, uh, just that's uh, a lot of space to take up, and like I was trying, like Dan was in the process mm-hmm. of moving back. It's like, do you want to buy your old cabinet back because he's trying to sell it to me? He's like, no, nah, I don't want it. It's like, well, I have to give it a home. So, mm-hmm. yeah, and just that, that if you don't know how that cabinet works, there's just like cartridge upon cartridge of games you can stick in this arcade unit. Mm-hmm. It's got four joysticks. It's great, man. I would hold yeah. on to that thing for as if, long as you yeah, fucking if, can. If you're gonna buy an arcade machine, it's best to have one that like has like a dozens of games for it. Yeah, and, and you could just swap in and out. But uh, yeah, Windjammers. I know I was talking to Seth Killian recently about fighting games and he brought up Windjammers for some mm. reason. So it's, that's the It is basically a fighting game. <laughs> he did. Um, it's got footsies. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah. It's also got bowling mini games. See, even in our discussion about Wii Sports, bowling mini game, it'll get me every time. And you can also throw a frisbee for a dog yep. that then has to jump over obstacles and eventually catch the frisbee. I think we almost have a top five of uh, bowling mini games. <laughs> crazy Taxi. Oh, yeah. Monkey shit. Ball. A monkey Ball. Holy shit. Yakuza Zero. <laughs> Yakuza Zero. Hold on. Hold on. Let's hold keep that on our back. Hold the phone. We'll have to wait for Bowling Day, which is the day after Christmas. Yeah, we, can't, we can't just immediately dive into yeah. sheer gold like this. Oh, boy. All right. Anybody have anything else to say about Windjammers? No. No one's play it. Windjammers, jam the wind. Everyone should play it. It's awesome, especially if you can get two players together, which, Mm -hmm. given that the PS4 version that's coming out will have online support. uh, 
Gonna be easier than ever. Anyway... Number two! Vice! You dumbass! Start making sense, you rotten book, or you're gonna be sorry. Maybe I'll rip your pages out one by one, or maybe I'll put you in the goddamn furnace. How can someone with such a big smart brain get hypnotized like a little bitch, huh? Oh, Shadow Lord, I love you, Shadow Lord. Come over here and give Vice a big sloppy kiss, Shadow Lord. Now pull your head out of your goddamn ass and start fucking helping us! That is literally how Nier begins. The first line spoken in Nier with zero context over a black screen. Holy shit. Um, this is yeah. This is near um, mm-hmm. again. One of that the better be followed by a record scratching. You may be wondering how I got here. Yeah, <laughs> kind of. Kind of. This is me. I know. Uh, I'm be- a bu- the, the game begins in medias res with like in 2049. Uh, mm-hmm. Shortly after some sort of apocalypse, uh, near is this middle aged guy who's like huddling with his daughter in an apartment store, and these uh, monsters show up, and he fights them off, and then like makes some sort of deal with this book. That promises him some sort of power, and uh, he decides to accept the deal, and then all of a sudden, it's like a completely different world, and uh, he's a hunter living in a village uh, with his daughter and not wearing very many clothes, and uh, has this to say about the world. Our world is dying. Once thriving populations now lie decimated by plague and disease, but that's of no consequence to me. My daughter is sick. And my only concern is to give her a better life. Yeah. This is one of the original daddy games. <laughs> like, oh, I have to protect my daughter at any cost. And listen, I got to kill ten mutton and, and bring their uh, their meat back to the village for this buyer. And I'm try, I, it's a shame this isn't available on Steam. I figured if, like, the second one is. Mm-hmm. It will um, be, yeah, next week. Next week, okay. But if it, yeah, this this did slowly get an audience. Yeah. And it, it is the thing is like this the writing and the voice acting mm-hmm. are both amazing above board for sure yeah and it, it it really like I remember playing this at the time and mm-hmm. being like well the the gameplay is just average mm-hmm. everything else about this game is amazing uh, but it, it is kind of held back by like it's moderately fun to play I guess and uh, so that that I think is what's behind a lot of the seven out of ten reviews. And you know, six out of ten, Jesus whatever. So I, I just, I was, I'm trying to see if the original is still available. Do you need to have played the original near to enjoy a, a, a top? I don't think so. I don't I'm think not, so. No, I'm not they're, even they're sure how they're separate from each yet. other. Yeah. I've never. So I just assumed this would still be available somewhere. <laughs> Searching Amazon for near, there can't be that many entries that come up. I say to myself because nothing else is fucking spelled this mm. way. Uh, Breath of the Wild is the third one that comes up. <laughs> uh, no PS4, PS3, or Xbox 360 game comes up. However, I've never seen this before. The Near Brady Game Strategy Guide, $128 um, on the used market. Jesus Christ. The, <laughs> I mean, but it, I, from what I know about it, it's one of those games that eh, it wouldn't, wouldn't hurt you to have a, a Yeah, but a that's guide. what the internet's well, if you want to do the side quests. The side quests in this game are the biggest troll. Are they? Oh, my God. Hmm. There is one that allows you... Well... There's one where it requires you to cultivate flowers in a garden, except they bloom in real time. So they take, like, the whole game to bloom? Uh, uh, they take, like, literal days. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. Um, yeah, and there's also, like, all these strange departures uh, with the gameplay. Like, uh, it's it starts out as a hack and slash, and then you meet Grimoire, Grimoire Vice, Um who sounds like this? I'll just I'll just put this out there because the voice acting again, especially with Vice, 
is just fantastic. With a single word, I, Grimoire Vise, can shatter the very universe itself. Now, prepare to... Prepare to... Uh, uh, oh, dear. Oh, dear? It seems that the frantic bludgeoning you gave me earlier has caused my memory to escape me. <laughs> what?! <laughs> Sounds a little familiar. It does. It is <laughs> Napoleon Blonaparte. It sounds very sideshow, Bob. <laughs> I was thinking um, it sounds a little like your king of names. Oh, uh, yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> not as much screaming. I am a being of incalculable importance, oh. and yet you approach me as a common cockroach. Cockroach. <laughs> yeah, that everybody is always bullying Grimoire Vice and... Uh, Pushing him around, but uh, when after near meets him, that like he floats around and like he, he shoots at things, right? Mm-hmm. Sort of like the pods. Well, yeah, and... he's he's the magic engine of the game, right? Yeah, and and from there, like the gameplay takes all these weird departures. Uh, for for a little while, it becomes a text adventure. Which is bizarre. <laughs> it becomes this weird Resident Evil style mansion exploration game. Wow. Mm-hmm. Then it becomes a isometric Diablo. Uh, Diablo, Diablo had Diablo. 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 Uh, just, you know, it's bizarre. I thought this game would be easy Hola, to find Hola, muchachos. <laughs> <laughs> Want to play some Diablo? <laughs> <laughs> but you, guys, you don't need to play the first one at all to enjoy the second one. Uh, not to my knowledge. Mm. And I'm going to assume the new one is more streamlined than this and not completely batshit insane. Oh, still kind I of mean, I hear the, the story is uh, it's absolutely batshit insane, uh. so... What I've played so far is pretty But there's not real-time flower growing and... Not that I've seen uh, yet. The gameplay I I saw most recently involves someone riding a fucking fast-ass moose through a crowd of people. Ah, You can ride the moose? I've just been killing them. You can ride a fucking moose. Oh, my God. (laughs) I've got to do this. It it should be... That should be on the back of the box, like the top of the bullet points in whatever (laughs) PowerPoint presentation you're given. First of all, you can ride mooses. (laughs) God, I cannot pluralize that either. (laughs) Over over the course of the game, Nier and Vice uh, recruit a couple more friends to their their cause, uh, including Emil, who's like this weird round-headed skeleton kid who's under some sort of curse, I think, and uh, Kaine, who might be my personal favorite character, voiced by Laura Bailey. Rotten hell, asshole! (laughs) Did, Did you just say what I think you said? I'll tear your eyes out and piss in the sockets. Good sweet lord. I've never heard such a thing. Pissing in the bitch's ocular cap. <laughs> well, honestly, it's a Phil Hartman improv. <laughs> well, she's also like trans or hermaphroditic or something. Uh, I, I believe like they hint at her being intersexed. Mm. Ah, okay. Mm. Whatever. I can still fuck it. Doesn't yep. t- oh, Chris. <laughs> doesn't matter. She also wears lingerie at all times. Yes! So. There you yes! go. Um, but yeah, Nier, Nier is a, a really... Uh, it's an overlooked gem. It's also one of the only games that I know of where you have the option to play as either a grizzled middle-aged dude or a prettier teenaged version. <laughs> you can play as Father Nier or Brother Nier. I think, I think the... Uh, it was sold as two different versions in Japan. Yeah. And then in the U.S., the the younger skin was just made available as, like, DLC. Yeah. I think it might have been free. Uh, nobody at this table is going to get this, but a couple people listening might. Brother Nier, I knew you'd come. Nope. It's TNA. No. TNA. Ah, yes. Brother Nero, come on. Got it. 
Okay. All right. Yeah. Oh, are we talking about wrestling? I'll just leave. Yeah. Yeah. I just every time you said Grimoire Vice, I picture like a fucking Chuck Norris cop in a Final Fantasy universe. I really <laughs> want to see that cop show. Uh, Grimoire Vice. I just pictured uh, Chuck Tim- Norris is teaming with a printy. <laughs> Grimoire Vice. I just pictured I Tim Curry so, singing. Uh, you better wise up, Grimoire Vice. <laughs> That's <laughs> like I, I near has been near has been on my list because of how much I heard about it two years after the game came out. Because that when the game yeah. came out, people were like, "This is nothing." It's also like mm-hmm. the era of a lot of one-off RPGs mm-hmm. that never really went anywhere, oh, yeah. like Blue Dragon. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, I think they had a, they had a couple spinoffs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Infinite Undiscovery. Yeah. Uh, what's the one about Chopin? That one? Uh, Eternal Sonata. Yes. yes. And I'm even seeing what's near Gestalt and near Replicant. Is that, oh, those, those are, are the, the two, two different Japanese versions. versions. Yeah. Okay, okay. What one is old man and, or middle aged dude, and the other is uh, young dude. Mm. That's really the only difference. <laughs> and yeah, it's developed. That was originally developed by Kavi, the people who mm-hmm. developed the Dragons Guards. Is that what it is? Yeah, Dragon Guard, Dragon Guard, Bullet Witch. Um, that's that's got to be their uh, high point. The Resident <laughs> Evil Gun, I believe the uh, Resident Evil Gun Survivor games. Oh dear. Ah. The the ones on PlayStation, like PS. I think the they did the PS2 one, which uh, one that Dead one. Aim. Yeah, Dead, uh, Aim. Dead Aim. Oh yeah, that one was a little better than Gun Survivor. Oh <laughs> uh, man. Anyway, uh, yeah. So near near it's uh, pretty amazing if you if you have patience and about forty dollars to spend on eBay. Uh, I recommend finding it. Yeah, well, uh, because when you when we talk about shit like this, in terms of games, it's hard to it's hard to come up with things that usually if you fail, you never get to come back and do anything again. But the sleeper movie, th- uh, I think Born the the Born what's the first one? The Born Supremacy Identity. The Born Identity didn't do great. Did better on video, but for me it was Austin Powers. Mm. So like I was a big Mike Myers fan as a yeah, my fucking yeah. so I married an action murderer quote, which I did yeah. very blatantly here. And I went and saw it in theaters. Like this is awesome, and it bombed. And so it slowly picked up steam on DVD, and eventually, like it's a fucking franchise. Games don't really have that luxury. Like yeah. if you fail your first time, you normally don't get to come back. So I, I do. I don't know. I just sit back in awe yeah. of Nier Autom- Automata. Like holy shit, the audience actually is getting another one. <laughs> this doesn't make any sense. Only Nintendo. <laughs> Nintendo does this, yeah. and it feels like desperation. Hmm. You guys wanted a Kid Icarus game. Like no, we talked about wanting one. Like, <laughs> I wanted it. There's no good Kid Icarus game. Period. There's never been a good one. I'll be nice. I'll be nice. <laughs> <laughs> Got a great soundtrack. Which one? The 3DS one. Right Uprising. One. Well, the one song Pronounce they have is really good. <laughs> Which one had Dark Pit? That one. Mm. Anyway, let's move on to our number one, which Beautiful. we so far have not gotten another crack at. Number one. <laughs> NFL Fever? <laughs> yes. Panzer Dragoon? Yes, but ah. which one? Saga. Yes. Ah. Um, that game's amazing. It is amazing. And it sort of like, it It came out like when the Saturn was already mm. long dead. This is one of like yeah. three, four, I guess, mm. if you count the NHL game. Mm-hmm. Like final games that came out for the Saturn, yep. which was... This Shining Force 3, and was it House of the Dead? It was House of the... You're thinking House of the Dead, Burning Rangers, this, and Shining Force 3. Right, yes, yes. I cannot believe I was lucky enough to get a copy of this and then sell it. And then I think NHL 97. I I sold it for a 
what was a lot of money when I was it, like a community college kid, like mm. working and going to school. Like, holy shit, two hundred seventy dollars for a game? I'm done playing. Like, that's great. My S video pin on my Saturn is broken. I can't uh, even see this in, 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 in anything but black and white. Uh, man, I I can't believe that I got rid of the case that mm-hmm. this came in, along with the, the specialized this CD sleeves. sleeves that have the little grooves for yeah. fitting into the case, and like just got rid of them in a garage this, sale. This game is great, but it's 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 part of that. Sega needed a big-ass RPG to sell its consoles. Mm-hmm. And for some reason decided, hey, maybe this rail shooter with a dragon is where we do that. Mm-hmm. And it's still one of the most advanced old RPGs I've ever seen. Yeah. Well, it's it's like, yeah, it's a weird evolution for that series yeah. because it's not a rail shooter. It yeah. looks like the, the other games in the series, mm-hmm. but uh, it's it's sort of free roaming in the sense that any JRPG was. Yeah. But then when you get into battles, you like the screen is or the battlefield is divided up into four yep. areas that you can then fly around to and that gives you a different angle of attack. Well, I mean all the games are like that. It's just you were on rails and you couldn't decide where to go. Yeah, that's And true. it's it's just a more action-oriented RPG. I love that I think like every time you talk to like an NPC, they'd say something different or you'd have entire conversations with townspeople instead of like I can't find my son. Can mm. you find my son? Thanks for finding my son. Like it, 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 it everybody said all this shit, but it's like you could it, even thinking of it now. It looked in pl- it looked expensive, like too expensive. Like and obviously it didn't make its money back. But sort of like Sega needed that to make its console viable. When Sega became a publisher, I can sort of see why they never revisited this again to make mm-hmm. a game that big and that pricey and that robust. Why? <laughs> what, like you're not trying to move your console anymore. Like, this was a yeah. money loser from the beginning. <laughs> it uh, kind of was, but I, I think it was probably something that had been worked on for years. Totally, probably, yeah. Back it, when the Saturn was still thought of as like, no, th- this will be the killer app for the Saturn. This is what's going to save it, it. It was. It's one of the best Saturn games. Period. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm baffled why there's it hasn't been re-released. I know there's some stupid story or excuse that they say. I, I think they might have uh, thrown out the source code for it. Know. Yeah, but this but... happens with a lot of games. Yes. It mm-hmm. happened with the original Kingdom Hearts, for fuck's sake. Yes, it happened mm-hmm. at a company I used to work for. But mm-hmm. you can still salvage a game with the code on the disc. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand. Saturn emulation is really hard. I know it's really hard, but I, I've done it. <laughs> this game is emulatable. <laughs> like... I don't know, That's like, if, if we're fucking making Windjammer, <laughs> or excuse me, here's a better comparison. Day of the Tentacle. It was a great game back then. I played it now, I'm like, there's no way a new young player is going to like this mm-hmm. at all. There's a better chance of that with Panzer Dragoon Saga. That game's That's pretty. True. That game's pretty high, uh, high paced. There, there was also a story our old boss used to mm-hmm. tell us about, and I'm not sure how true this is, mm-hmm. because I, I was looking it up, trying to back it up, but he was telling us that, like, apparently... Like either uh, the entire script or just like the the ending, the script mm-hmm. to the ending got lost in uh, when the translators were handling it, or like Holy they were shit. never given a translation. Holy shit! So they just kind of made up what they thought was happening. Oh my god! So this is the end. Ah, yeah, it was a big battle. But it, you know, it comes out in certain things, like you know, in in Japanese, there's mm-hmm. a line where like Ozil, the the uh, android mm-hmm. girl who you're trying to rescue from the villain uh, the whole time is just like says something like edge i edge is your character mm-hmm. and in the american translation it's edge i love you <laughs> <laughs> i love you edge <laughs> i love you <laughs> but it, it's I, an interesting been dying to replay this game it's yeah. an interesting yeah. plot too that mm-hmm. like you're playing as edge who's like a i think he's like a soldier guarding an excavation site and he uh 
his his uh, mine is attacked by this guy named Craman, who's like a, a general, and he has like a, a fleet of airships. Craman, <laughs> and uh, he steals uh, an artifact from this mine that happens to hold the body of uh, this android girl, Azel. And mm-hmm. she, like, you, you set out to, like, find her and maybe rescue her, and then she ends up siding with him. Mm-hmm. And uh, apparently there was, like, a plot in the Japanese version where, like, they she might have been lovers with Kramen, or I'm not entirely sure. Hmm. I love Panzer it's Dragoon a, so much. Yeah. If, you were, if you have the Stockholm Syndrome being a Saturn owner yes. during this yes. period, yes. it was, like, the only thing you're like, well, you don't have this, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. This world looks amazing, and you ride a dragon. Mm-hmm. And then Saga, it, Saga was on the horizon. It was bragging rights. And, damn, and it retained the most satisfying part of Panzer mm-hmm. Dragoon. Targeting multiple enemies yeah. and then letting loose with a volley of uh, laser blasts. Yeah, and it was it was so odd just because as, as a the only Panzer Dragoon fan I know, and I brought the Saturn over to friends' houses to show them the game. That all we asked for is like, what if I could stop the dragon and uh, pilot it on my own? And Sega said, okay. And then also this big ass RPG. Like uh, we didn't ask for this at all. Like how the fuck did you? T- well, we'll Why get Mobius to do all the art. It'll be great. Yeah, holy shit! Like it was so much more than like a yeah. Panzer Dragoon fan could have ever asked oh, yeah. for. Mm-hmm. But um, luckily, yeah. that multi-targeting went, went to a good place. Uh, Tails missions in Sonic Adventure. Oh god damn it! No, I thought you were going to say <laughs> Crimson Dragon, but that game. Yeah. Mm. God damn. God damn. Uh, but uh, also of interesting note is that the previous Panzer Dragoon games had like used a made-up language that was like yeah. a, mm-hmm. an amalgam of like ancient Greek and a couple of other languages. Mm-hmm. And uh, this one, they just speak in Japanese right down to the borrowed English words. Dragon. Oh. So they do use uh, the made-up language like in the intro bits, but yes. I imagine like doing it for every NPC in the game would have been a mm-hmm. nightmare. I need a word for chicken. God, <laughs> just let me finish my job. <laughs> we fired all the linguists. Holy shit, there is not a Panzer Dragoon for our zone. I gotta stop looking things up. Oh, God, what? Uh, no. yeah, yep. Apparently, Jesus Christ. Uh. Our zone isn't that where you go in the back of Toys R Us to get the video games? <laughs> no, it's even it's much worse than that. <laughs> it's much worse than that. If you want to dress up like Leslie Nielsen and Surf Ninjas and also play a bad video game, uh, our zone do is I? where is where it's at. Yeah. If you want to play a Tiger game on yes. a single VR IP, Unifocal, yes, <laughs> whatever the fuck that was. God damn, I love Panzer Dragoon. There hasn't been a Panzer Dragoon game in fifteen years. I feel old now. Yeah. When was when was Orta? Portal was 2002. Damn. None. You're right. None. Fuck. It's unfair. All my favorite Sega franchises after the the split from uh, all went to Xbox. Yeah. And and, and they, yeah, Orta and, and uh, House of the Dead 3 mm-hmm. were like both on Xbox. And I remember and thinking... Crazy Taxi. And, and, crazy Taxi 3. High Roller. And Jet Set Radio Future. Also a great bowling yes. game. Yep. Yes. And, <laughs> and I remember thinking like, oh, so the Xbox is the successor to the Dreamcast yeah, anointed by Sega. Get that that didn't last that very long. Then it was like <laughs> Sonic <laughs> everywhere else. Yeah. Like, yeah. motherfuckers. Yeah. yeah. Little did I know, oh yeah, I didn't know at the time I didn't care about this Sonic mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. I don't ever want to play Knuckles digging missions for four 
four hours. Oh, but that wrapped so good. <laughs> it was. Echidona. <laughs> where Echnitas live? Yes. <laughs> the Panzer Dragoon Orta, like, was that good? I remember it It was good. Good, and it. then mm. nobody has talked about it since. I loved yeah, it. Yeah, the thing is, Saga is better. Yeah, well, Saga's, mm-hmm. Saga's way better. It's I mean, it was, it's it was the RPG. It's it's so much more content. It's it, four or five discs, yeah. however many. It, it went back to an on-rails shooter, and like, and part of Panzer Dragon's only goal is to be pretty, and it was, but not in a way other games weren't pretty by that point. Yeah, like, other well, games could do that. It was also pretty in that unique way that like the Saturn's 3D polygons, yeah. when. Uh, put through the filter of genius level art direction mm-hmm. can be very pretty yeah because it, it yeah. that that system was never that great at doing 3D no, like they, it, dude it wasn't good at playing mpeg video when you loaded no. up that beautiful opening cutscene it is like the Sega CD the size of a postage stamp in the middle mm-hmm. of the screen because yep. it didn't factor that in whereas the PlayStation immediately like full screen cutscenes why are we fucking around yeah exactly uh, and I got the shit kicked <laughs> Saturn got the shit kicked out of it despite having uh, the launch games so that hold sad. up way better anything that's not twisted metal yeah alright well that's been our top five we're gonna take a little break when we come back we're gonna talk about Nier Automata and Ghost Recon Wildlands and Let's sell them switch man come and on and that too yeah, sure why not alright say two Get scratching. Hope you guys are liking this VGA. I think the topic of the top five was a bit along the lines of sleeper hits. That's what I'll say because it helps me segue into this week's sponsor, Casper Premium Mattresses. And guess what? You listeners can go to caspertrial.com slash laser time and get $50 towards any new mattress, which is a big deal because Casper's biggest claim to fame is offering a premium mattress made of high-density memory foam and premium latex foam, but for a significantly cheaper price than a big box store would offer on a mattress. If you've never had a shop for a mattress, it could be thousands of dollars, but Casper mattresses start at just $500 and come in all the sizes from twin to California king. Rest assured, Casper offers a premium sleep surface that contours to your body and keeps you cool and balanced throughout the night. They've hired all the sleep scientists to figure out how to bring you a better mattress at a better price, but you don't have to take my word for it. You can go to caspertrial.com slash laser time and try one of Casper mattresses for 100 nights completely risk-free. Yep, they'll send you a mattress to your door, you try it out, and if you do not like it, give them a call. They will refund all of your money and pick it up at no extra cost. Need a mattress? What do you got to lose? Casper, baby. And once again, that URL is caspertrial.com slash laser time to save $50 on any mattress. You like Laser Time shows? Then you might like Bonus Time, Laser Time's weekly bonus show exclusively on patreon.com slash laser time. Here's a taste of what you've been missing. Harry Potter Weekend on Freeform, the channel that does whatever. Oh, yeah. Uh, we just kind of stopped because there was nothing else on. It was just a graveyard of garbage <laughs> TV. So we're just like, this is the second time, because I think they did it again at Christmas, where I noticed they will play, here's Azkaban, 
Here's Goblet of Fire, mm-hmm. and next is Half Blood Prince. What? They keep skipping Order of the Phoenix, hmm. and that's it happened three times that I've watched this huh. happen, and yeah. I'm like, I meant to look it up before we got here. Like, is there some reason? That they keep skipping Order the Phoenix. Uh, yes. But so I just looked it up. Yeah. Apparently, HBO has the rights to Order the Phoenix. Wow. And, like, and so two years ago, it was Goblet of the Fire that they would skip. Goblet and of the Fire, Dave. Uh, sorry. It's one, it's one geek demerit. Okay. <laughs> oh, but if Carolyn did tweet. Yeah. I did in my sort of stomach, <laughs> in my own stomach agony mm-hmm. and confusion, and uh, like mm-hmm. uh, a Corona or two in. Was like, oh, when's uh, they switch the actors for uh, Gandalf in the third movie? And, and mm-hmm. Hot like, did you just call Dumbledore Gandalf? And you did. Like, Welcome to the Lake Kicks. So. Did you put your name in the Goblet of Fire? <laughs> Get bonus time, Laser Time's weekly, full-length, uncensored, and ad-free Patreon-exclusive podcast, as well as weekly full-length movie commentaries, wrestling and cartoon video commentaries, physical rewards, the first season of Talking Simpson, and more at patreon.com slash lasertime, starting at just five bucks. You'll help us live, and we'll do our best to help you never be bored again. And welcome back to the second segment of our podcast where we will just dive straight ahead into These are the new releases, they are releasing new releases These are the new releases, everybody cares Wow, so, um, yeah, you wanted to talk about Switch and Zelda Damn right I did what you don't? Should we should we start off with that? Because it was last week. Yeah, you? well, just but we all had our Switch experience. Yes, we did. Um, and I I did see a video like someone it had like five hundred thousand views. Someone like got a video of everybody's negative Switch. Anybody who had a negative Switch uh, experience, they put mm-hmm. in one video. And it's being passed around like yeah, big, big deal. I'm like, you sour grapes, motherfuckers. Like, I'm not an expert with consoles. Like th- these are all the. This is the internet, and these are all the worst-case scenarios put together. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know of anybody who got a Switch, and they turned it on, and it just screamed at them in one note. <laughs> this guy has a weird unit. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. It, the defective things happen. Yeah, and, like, this, this hey, is... There are, there are common problems that, like, the desyncing... Yeah, uh, I just... But, like, how does that happen? Yeah. And why the, hasn't it happened to us in this room if wires are a factor? Oh, I don't and, know. I mean, I just know, like... It's weird having to hold the controllers at a certain, like, height. Like... Mm-hmm. I, I can play a PlayStation 4 game mm-hmm. with the, you know, DualShock, whatever they call it now, Is, under the covers. Do you have the experience? I've had, I've had, yeah, decent Oh, no, I, I, I Brett, have Brett's talked about it, too, where it's like, no. he'll just, like, run off a cliff sometimes, because one, like, the, it, it desynced and it, yeah, uh, I've never had that, I've never had that issue, and I, and I, I love playing I, the game. I had it only at the beginning when I was entering in my information, mm-hmm. and I don't, I don't know if that was because I didn't update the system. But I did have, like, I was like, I'm trying to enter my name, and I was doing it with, like, you know, I, well, it was separate. I call it, I call and, it uh, Buddha junkie controls, yeah. where I detach mm. both Joy-Cons, and I slouch, and I hold my hands at the side. But I was doing yeah. it from my uh, bed. Which I is- tried doing that, but I got I got nervous, because it's yeah. like, no, 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 I, I'm... It's it's sort of like driving while slouched over. Like you yeah. need to sort of yeah pay I keep, attention. I keep docking them in this dumb little fucking controller yeah, skeleton. Terrib- the, the, I, I mean, like I, I I I gotta say, like it, that's all right. Like mm-hmm. I did fine with it, but it's a little bit small yes, for adult yes. hands. That's what I was telling Dave. I'm don't want to pay for a pro controller, but I really mm-hmm. like Zelda, yeah. and my hands are my fingers are and, too big to hit a I, lot of those. Buttons. I gotta say, my pro controller came today, mm-hmm. and I played for a few minutes, mm-hmm. and not once. Did I accidentally throw my sword into a pit? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was like just Nintendo clearly knew it was a problem yeah. with Zelda only. Mm. That would you like to switch the jump button from B to X? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'd like to remap all of these controls. Yeah. Why are you giving me one option? I, I, I really want to jump is like 
uh, pain. I just want to dash by <laughs> clicking in the stick. I don't want to frantically run away and revert to reflexes and like, oh, I'm yeah. crouching now. Yes. This is bad. But I, 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 I love Breath of the Wild in a way I can't. I can't truly articulate. I, I think, obviously, I was looking... I not only was looking forward to the Zelda game, I had a lot of time to play it. And if you didn't hear bonus time this weekend, my girlfriend must love me very much, but scheduled a bachelorette party to fly out to on the weekend huh. the second I got my Switch. So, like, it was the three P's for me. Mm. Uh, pajama pants, Pizza Hut, mm-hmm. and Princess Zelda. Because that's all <laughs> I did. That's all I did over the weekend is play in... With and poop. Close the and poop and porn. So, so five, <laughs> six P's. The, the six P's. <laughs> and per, perseverance. I showed some of that <laughs> in the face of being a modern slob <laughs> nearing my forties. Planking. Um, You're still into that for some I, reason. I, I don't know why I can't stop planking. <laughs> no one's even here to look at it. I'm not taking a picture of anything. Look at me. I'm planking in bed. Mm. <laughs> That's a euphemism. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I, I love Zelda so much. And and, and for uh, it, listeners who. You know, some people think I hate everything. I make jokes about certain things. And, and sometimes I, I'm critical of games that I feel like I don't, don't have respect for my time. But I don't feel Zelda's like that as far as an open no, world game goes. No, it's got very little hand-holding. It, like, yeah. uh, you know, there, there's the stuff in the plateau where you're, the old man tells you what mm-hmm. to do. And from there, you're pretty much set yeah. loose. Like, yeah. here's a hang glider. Go and explore the rest of the world. Yeah, and, it, and just when I think of an open world game or I think of something like Skyrim... Or Dragon Age. I'm not singling those games out because there's there's elements mm-hmm. of them I do like, but it's like mostly missions. Like I, I need sandals. Go get my sandals. And I run to one side of the world and I run back. Well, Maybe I encounter something. The first thing that I was going to say is an old man asks you to collect four things, so he can this, give you a hang glider. This is the case, but you have to prove yourself worthy. Yeah. Well, I want to say because mm. you, you singled out Skyrim, I was thinking mm-hmm. about Skyrim. I was like, this is actually a lot like Skyrim. It is. It is. And I, I never like ran into the trivial like go get my sandals things unless it was like. Uh, go find my helmet, and the helmet was just an excuse to send you to this dungeon. Yeah, but there were a lot of meaningless quests, like yeah. like that aren't fun. Like technically aren't fun, except that you're in the world of Skyrim. Yeah. That's the only thing fun about it that you're mm-hmm. seeing more of the world. Whereas this game is like, I just want to go to the top of the mountain. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's something here that I didn't even expect. Neat. Like yeah. uh, I, I didn't get a lot of that. Like I didn't get a, feel the need to explore a lot in Skyrim because there wasn't much to do, and I was also weak as fuck in the beginning, and like there's nothing much I can do. Whereas Zelda is just sort of like, once you get the paraglider, you can go fucking anywhere. Yeah. I think I'm in a point where I'm frustrated with the game mm. because I I spent two hours with it about, around mm. uh, about that amount <coughs> so far, and I have been stuck with the tri- the trivial shit because I haven't mm. got the hang glider mm-hmm. because I thought one of the, like, one of the early shrines is mm. up on that snowy mountain. Oh, I didn't know the snowy mountain first. Are you crazy? Yeah. Well, I, well no, I didn't know. The game starts at a snowy mountain. Well, the last planet. The, I saw. I, there's a book that says like, "Oh, if you make this fish and uh, beef thing, I'll give you my <laughs> jacket or whatever." Mm. And as soon as I like read that, mm-hmm. I could not for the life of me find a fish or a boar. <laughs> and I spent like 30 minutes hunting for both. Then I learned, just eat something hot. Eat some, you can you can yeah. run up the hill and it's yeah. fine. And, and then uh, now I'm like, you back can eat something hot. Night. You can make a dish. You can like, carry a torch. Yeah, yeah. There, and but there, have, there's like a, the entrance to that snowy area. There's like a bunch of chili peppers growing. You just mix those with no, any fruit. Right to I the have. right of your first spawn are a shitload, like more chili peppers yeah. than you could ever imagine. Mm-hmm. Are right there. Mm-hmm. And uh, like we did a sh- not just a stream today, but mm-hmm. we tried to like answer quite like not only questions mm-hmm. I had persistent questions about Zelda. The community had the funniest one for your fish problem. Yeah. Someone in the chat's like, you know you can fish with bombs. <laughs> yes. There's there's no fishing rod you, you at all. You can also yeah. just swim you just and grab swim and fish. Find, yeah. That's how I get them. Yeah. Or or if you kill like a yeah. big ass boss, hit like 
his stomach will explode and you can steal all the fish he's <laughs> yeah, nice, nice. Like, this but can it, rule. It was one of those situations the... where it was like the game literally like I felt like it turned it off. Like it's one of those things that I always think when I play a game where it's like this game fucked up and I'm the only one who's ever seen it happen. <laughs> but that's not the case. I, I just had bad luck. I love just like discovering procedural things in this game. Mm-hmm. Like I, I was playing around and like doing this bit where you have to like uh, carry a torch lit with blue flame and light all yep. these lanterns mm-hmm. in this town. And hunt, hunt, and, uh, and I just like town. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it started raining and I like ran under an apple tree for shelter mm-hmm. and I was like, hey, wait a second, what happens if I hold this torch? Up to this you apple that's on the, the branch. Yeah, it catches fire and then falls off as a baked apple that you can then eat. Yeah, the game. I love that the game doesn't tell you how to cook. Mm-hmm. And I, I knew you had to cook because that's one of the things they played up in the yeah. marketing. And I'm like, how do I do this? And like, I finally find out you have to go into the menu and there's an option to hold things. Mm-hmm. And if you drop them, in one, in the first time I didn't drop them in the pan, mm-hmm. I dropped them and they fell in the fire. Yeah. So all that meant was ah, yeah. the fish roasted, the, the apple baked. Mm. And I didn't make, I didn't cook anything. I didn't make a meal. Yeah. I just roasted my ingredients. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I just thought that was an unnecessary attention to mm. detail. Like this, just a millimeter away. <laughs> I didn't fuck up, but I didn't do the right thing. <laughs> well, you were not supposed to drop them in. You're supposed to walk up, and then you get a prompt that says "cook." You, I, I missed the prompt, but again, I was standing there. I meant to drop the. I, I was already mm-hmm. cooking. I don't like that you can't see your recipes. My God, there's a ton of Monster Hunter shit in this, and none of you oh, care. Yeah. Uh, but like armor sets <laughs> and. Just fucking armor sets and all these these crafting and ingredients. And, and I don't know. It doesn't feel as like as much crafting. Um, I, I also like that you can run across story beats organically. Yes. Like so so that like you go to Kakariko Town and they mm-hmm. say go to Hateno Town mm-hmm. and it's like all the way over here. So like decided I would just take a circuitous route. Like I'm gonna go up through the mountains mm-hmm. and through this area to the north and see what's there. And then like all of a sudden all these Zoras start talking to me like, hey, hey, go see our prince at this bridge. Go yeah. see our prince. He's looking for a Hylian warrior. Oh, go see this prince. Hylian, yes. And so like, I, I go... Done, I won't do it yet. Hmm. And I, I, I did it. I met the prince and, and it just like <laughs> opened up one of the quest lines to uh, free one of the four divine beasts. I, I think I played easily 20 hours and I haven't... I haven't really like encountered a person who's like who gives me a quest. Like mm-hmm. maybe like two people. And I think that's what separates it from an open world. I'm having a blast what seems like doing yeah. nothing. But I'm constantly unlocking shit. Yeah. yeah. And I can't believe how much of Assassin's that the Assassin's Creed of like climb yes. to the top of this tower, unlock this map. You're, it's part Skyrim, it's part Monster Your Blank mm-hmm. was pretty much dressed as, uh, like... It, it was, because I was pissed at... The whole time I'm looking at the trailers and shit, I'm like, will this motherfucker ever <laughs> put on a goddamn hat? <laughs> Link wears a hat! Uh, so I got a hooded outfit, and then I dyed it Link colors, because, mm. like, you'll never be straight-up green unless you make yourself mm. straight-up green. I didn't know you could dye stuff. Yeah, yeah you, can, you can totally... In, in, in the, I've learned the same something new. Town where you, like, so you're waiting, you, you're waiting till later to dye it red or blue. I, the, I will uh, do it eventually, but I just wanted to see, like... Like yeah. standard link, which you don't, you won't really see. Hmm. And uh, uh, Brett had a good way of putting it, just because like this is such a departure for the series. Oh yeah. And I wasn't begging for uh, them to fuck up the formula. I was hoping for just another 3D Zelda. Um, but Brett called this the first ever 3D implementation of Zelda One. Like sure, where you walk around. And well, you... like the, there was that panel at GDC yeah. where they were showing off that like we used. A uh, version of they the did. original yes. Legend of Zelda mm-hmm. uh, in running in a 3D engine to prototype this game and, and how the exploration would But work. it's pretty bizarre that most 3D Zelda games have been Zelda 2. Hmm. Or Link to the Past. For, mm, yeah, kind of. Uh, then Zelda 1. Zelda 1's the only open... Not, I'm not telling you anything. Figure it out. 
I mean, they're 3D in that they're, you know, it's polygons and all that, mm-hmm. but, like, the jumping is always done for you. Yep. Like, yes, you'll it's use bizarre. you'll use the, the hook shot or something mm-hmm. like that, but, like, you're not doing things in 3D the way that you do oh, in, get, in get almost Rest everything you need. There's just up front so many great moments of discovery. Like uh, I was walking around like in in the mountains somewhere, and I like looked over this distant mountain range, and all of a sudden I see this. This is like thousands of feet in the distance. Yeah. I see this gigantic dragon head come up over the, is it the these peaks. No, it's daytime, mm. and just like this this dragon floating around behind the mountain. So I was like, I'm gonna go there now. Mm-hmm. Uh, climb up and and saw it like got close. Uh, it's this thing called Feroche. Is it the white? It's thing? the the electrical dragon. Mm. And there, I guess there's three. I don't know. I, yeah. I just I encounter one. I see at night all the time, like off in the distance. Where if I hustled as fast as I could, I would never be able to catch him. Yeah, but he's too huge and scary. But so like you, to. you have to, I think, target him with a certain elemental arrow, and then he drops items. Mm. Uh, but like, yeah, just like flying up to this thing is like this is bigger than I think anything in Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah, is just massive. It, it's you get close and like this is screen filling, and I couldn't even get, I couldn't touch it because it electrocuted me before that. Yeah. Knocked me into a waterfall. I bounced off a wall and I died. I love this. I, I'm having a blast with it. You jelly hiding? I am. I am silent right now because I a don't have a switch and b I was sick all weekend. So even if I had bought the Wii U version, I would not have been able to play it. I'm too sick to play video games. Me. I'm making fun of you. Right. Defend yeah, yourself. God, he's going to cough like a bully on you. now. <laughs> no, Chris. I just want the world to see what an asshole you are. No. <laughs> well, I did want to ask you. You didn't. You opted not to pick up a Switch at lunch. No, I. I almost never buy consoles at lunch. The only two consoles I can think of that I bought at lunch mm-hmm. were the Dreamcast, mm-hmm. because nine, 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 that, nine, nine. that had an amazing launch lineup. Uh, Blue and, Singer, baby. High five. And I also got the the Game Boy Advance at launch. Mm-hmm. Ah. Well, you made two really good decisions there. Yeah, but the Switch is. One of the, I know I complained about my PS4 and wanted to look forward to PS4 Pro being a little better, but playing the Switch now, I like it. It's they should be honest and say it's a portable <laughs> system because mm. everything about it seems like a portable system. Like it's just they just sold me a dock with a 3DS yeah. essentially because there's no off-screen play or anything. I mean um, anything. Well, I don't want like, to speak for the future, it, but like something like Snipper Clips mm-hmm. or One oh, Two Switch. Snipper Clips is the exclusive. No one's talking about. It's amazing. Yeah, but like One Two <laughs> Switch is the same reason. Like you want to play that on a TV. Mm-hmm. Playing that on the tiny screen is kind of and it works makes well. No sense. It like to split off the controllers. Yeah. but for the killer app game that everybody owns and mm-hmm. every like all of my friends, every time I pull up my friends list, everyone is playing. I've, it. I've never that seen anything game, like that. That game is so much, and it's part of the news. But it is so much better mm-hmm. playing. Portably, like in terms of like frame rate and oh yeah, just, is that like, part of the news then? Yeah, it's just insane. But, I, I, uh, I will yeah. say that just I played, I was playing with the console docked the yeah. whole time, and like if I could get why like, does this yeah. look ugly? It's, What's up with this frame rate? It's not unplayable. No, it's, no, 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 it's, no. It's totally fine. It, like I just wish I had like someone could Men in Black me <laughs> every time I go back because I want I like playing on the TV just because I that's no I want to play I, on the TV. yeah but I yeah it, it's fine but then every time I. Go from TV to to playing it portably. I'm like, well, I'm gonna stick with this for a few hours because mm-hmm. it's just yeah, so it's much a, it is a superior experience to play so much better. undocked. Yeah, and I didn't find out until way later because it just it's a new console yeah. and it's not it's it's doing its best to uprest to 900p. Yeah. And whereas <laughs> I'm pretty sure the Mario 3D Land ran at 1080p. I'm like, this is amazing mm. to see a Nintendo game run this well. And I put in Zelda. I'm like, 
This doesn't look. Yeah, I mean, but Mar- this doesn't look Mario, better than Twilight Mario Princess. Mario 3D Land HD. is like Crash Bandicoot. I mean, it's a little bit better than. But I'm pretty, saying, uh, pretty, like, but, but the, like, it's different because they're they're. It's, it's an open world versus. It's different very in this case, I, and I understand yeah. that. But it's different because I'm seeing Nintendo characters in a re- resolution I've never seen them before. Yeah. Whereas the Zelda Breath of the Wild seems like a step down from Wind Waker and mm. Twilight Princess HD that I saw on the Wii because that was just straight mm. up 1080p, and and like it's the frame rate drops. And I'm not a big frame rate whore or anything, yeah. but it's a it's it's locked at 30 frames a second. So to lose 10 frames a second that much mm. means you're losing a third of your frame rate <laughs> on the newest console. <laughs> yeah. On the newest console. Uh, in the On the launch game. Yeah. But I will say, on the launch game, I put my friend code out there, like 50 friends. Mm. I, I love seeing this. Not since, like, Gears or, like, a Halo release. You look at your friends list, and it's like... Mm. 50 people all playing the exact same thing. <laughs> and that alone. Well, it's like when I when I bought the Wii, uh, mm. everyone in line with me at that Target asked for the same <laughs> game, and it was Zelda. Mm-hmm. Twilight Princess. Or, it's weird. One more one more time. I think we discussed this last time. One more time, there might be as many launch Zelda games as there are launch Mario games hmm. uh, for Nintendo consoles. One more time, if Nintendo gets one. Yep. Uh, yeah. Hi- Heidi, you're waiting to get the Switch? Yeah. Yeah. I'm waiting, you know, it'd be nice to have uh, something to mess around with, but it's like, uh, I kind of want to play Zelda, but Zelda's always going to be there. I mean... Would you, would you consider the Wii U version? Uh, I, I think I would, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I hear the frame rate drops and whatnot are, are less... Are, con- yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. like less than slightly on the Wii U. Yeah, like uh, how secretly the GameCube version of Twilight Princess is the best one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. it would run in a higher resolution. Yeah, but I, I just realized it's like they kind of missed an opportunity. Zelda on a cartridge again. Why didn't they make it gold? Uh, we, you're lucky we yeah. have a video up of just that. I mean, it's they flavored, spent all the money so making the sure ones. you wouldn't put Michael, it in your mouth, and so you yeah. still do like you'll a bunch like of my idiots. Plug. Brett went through all of Zelda's gold packaging history, mm. and the f- there's like a few games that didn't. This being the the most major one, because yeah. mm. even at least the discs were like this is reflective gold. To resemble say, how it was, like, was originally printing sold. Printing millions and millions of cartridges in this different mm-hmm. color, probably, I don't know if that would have made, like, it would have delayed the game or mm-hmm. whatever, but every single, you know, person who buys it on cartridge, just mm-hmm. make the inside, this is nice, mm-hmm. but I yeah. would have rather just, if this was gold, like the original Legend of Zelda, that would I'll tell you great. what, I pre-ordered the Master <laughs> Edition, wouldn't... And, and it made me miss the Wii U only for, like, the off-screen play when I was playing, like, Assassin's Creed 3 on the Wii U. And, like, mm. it's got the map here all the time. Mm. That's really fucking convenient. Like, yeah. a, like a DS. But my Master Edition, the expensive one I felt lucky to pre-order, <laughs> comes with a map. This is the map. And it looks it's like... It's a map! It looks like... It looks like... Uh, like an entire maps. elementary school sneezed on it and then rubbed it on their <laughs> paint leg. There's it's no not even a cloth there's, map. There's no mm. names. It looks as if it's pulled straight at a high roll itself. It is not helpful, and I can't... That even, is, it's not pretty enough to frame. That is a Goonies map right it there. It sucks. Yes, yeah. it's too authentic. <laughs> I hate it. So I, I thought that I was buying the same one as you, but mine didn't come with the sword. There it just came with the, the map and, like, a coin. There were two Oh, you didn't get the editions. carry case? I got the carry case. Okay. That's good because yeah. that's tough. Because Dave has been looking for but a carrying case. I yeah. was actually kind of relieved when I got it and and it didn't have the sword because it's like oh good it doesn't have one more big bulky collectible yeah. for Dude, me to I put with all the others. The, the box it came in was the size of a mini refrigerator, and wow. you unpack it, and you pull that you pull that master sword out, and it's like there's like there's a there's a map, a coin, and a mm. soundtrack mm-hmm. in a in a box that with filled with water could kill somebody if you dropped it. <laughs> <up. laughs> Goddamn! Uh, but, but I was more about the switch. 
the Switch, it's not flawless. It's still fun and has its problems. It's just, it's so amazingly a portable system. Hmm. And they won't say that. Well, th- there is one feature that I only discovered mm-hmm. while playing uh, 1-2 Switch, mm-hmm. which I didn't think I would touch, and then I actually played it with we Diana, it, and we uh, enjoyed it. It's ridiculous. It's fun. It, I, I, it's our pro- subtitle for the video was 1-2 Switch, this costs $50. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, why? It should have been a pack-in. Yeah, we sh- I, I don't think we first played, like, that was the first time we played it, and I don't think that was the ideal scenario. Mm-hmm. Like, I've heard good things about it. I personally did not like it at no, all. I didn't like it And either. I, it's like, it's barely a game. It's it a is, good party game for your friends who don't play video games once. Mm-hmm. If they come over again, they'll never want to play it. Like I brought, I brought my Switch to a friend's house, and I was like, "I'm bringing snipper clips because but, this is a, this but, is, it's less than half the price." And it sucks. It, it's, but the thing I wanted to talk about with that is there's the eating contest game, mm-hmm. which I did not realize the right Joy-Con has a camera, a camera in yeah. the, the butt of the controller, yes. like the the part that would normally be nestled into your hand, yeah. and and you're supposed to like hold it up in front of your face and like flap your mouth as fast as possible. Um, but it's like what possible <laughs> other application could there be for this in this position? Because like, Nintendo wants data on my dick as I'm holding I it like guess. a controller. Like, well, why, why do I need a camera that points back toward me where I'm holding the controller? Like, but it, does really it, take, weird. it takes pictures in that game? Um, no, it, oh. it's just like, well, it's, like it's, a sensor a, it's an infrared camera, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's more of like a, a sensor, oh, okay. like a motion thing. But, but, but I, in, in terms of what Heidi was saying to wait and knowing more, oh, this is Sony and Microsoft's first time in a single console generation making a new model of their consoles. Nintendo's done that with their portables constantly. This to me, like, the next Switch, whatever it is, and it needs to, it needs uh, to exist. I don't know if Nintendo's ever going to have a new console. Uh, it seems, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I think it's... I, but we'll get to yeah, it in the yeah, news. Yeah. This is doing well. Yeah. But there will be a new version of this with more memory and oh, a little more yeah. powerful. Yeah. And I thought, I thought the docking station was going to be magic and add more processing power. And it, it, it isn't. It is literally the equivalent of buying that, that wire that connected our, our PSP to a television. Mm. That like, that's all the docking station is. It mm-hmm. doesn't add any processing power to the unit. In fact, mm. it taxes the unit more really? to be in the docking station. Yeah, it does. Mm. Because it's like like when you take your PSP. I'm built to make this game do this on this screen. Like yeah. Run it on mm. my fucking 64-inch television. I can do that, but with a little, con- a couple of concessions. <laughs> like, that's what the docking station is. Mm. So, like, this is first and foremost a portable system. And they're not saying that. Because the Wii U needs the successor, not the 3DS. I don't know mm. what else is coming to 3DS that I care about at this point. But There's a new Fire Emblem. Well, isn't like there going to be a new one for Wii, uh, for Switch as well? Probably. They haven't announced one. I thought they did. Have they? Yeah. I, I, well, just like a logo or something like that. Yeah, maybe. But, but like, in, in defense of Heidi, like, I think there will be a major upgrade to the hardware, and it'll happen way sooner than we think. Possibly. Mm-hmm. And, and, and But, it, dude, they confirmed your save data is locked to your Switch. Mm-hmm. I hope. They build a better one. They allow you a system through which you can transfer it, given that it's all SD cards. They said mm. it's locked to your system. I don't know why they'd say that and confirm that. This, but it, it just it, it begs for a better hardware unit. But as a portable system, it's amazing. Its biggest exclusive, its two big, biggest exclusives are amazing. And kind, um, snipper clips in general, yeah, kind of exclusive. So 
not exclusive to the the Wii U or the the Switch, but like just the detachment of the controllers, the small units, the mm-hmm. the ability to take this anywhere and have anyone play it. It's a really cool thing. But then you and I, but I love the interface is way faster. It's for a Nintendo unit, dude. My 3DS, you hit the home button, like give it a couple seconds mm-hmm. before I could, I'm allowed to go home. <laughs> give it a give it a couple <laughs> seconds, and it's not like it's saving my progress or holding my place, whereas the Switch is. It works real fast. Yeah. And then you go to the eShop, and it's like, we have six games. Right. And like, look at the upcoming games. We have three. <laughs> and Mario really Kart sad. has TBD here. Hmm. But it has a release date in the <laughs> other section of the store. Hmm. Man, are you guys not talking to one another? Jesus Christ. Like, yeah. Maybe, maybe not. But uh, I, this is probably a good time to move into the news. Do we do that or no? No, we got, like, <laughs> this week's releases. releases that we haven't even touched yet. God damn it, Chris. Oh, I don't know how this works. Uh, so Nier Automata is the one that Heidi came on to talk D, about. Yes. what up? Hi. Hi. And I've actually... You you haven't actually had a chance to play it yet. No, because I'm the, here talking with you, jerk. you played uh, the beta, didn't you? No. No? Because I'm, I'm looking forward to the game. I uh, don't want to touch anything about it. Yeah, I, I think you may have made the right move there because I've, I played the demo, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, this is kind of <laughs> cool. It's, the demo was... It's a linear hack and slash mm-hmm. demo, uh, and then that is the beginning of the game, like it starts out with like a, there's like a shooter sequence where you're mm-hmm. flying in a some sort of aircraft um, mm-hmm. and and it's sort of like teaching you the controls while you're like dodging out of the way of a laser that's annihilating mm-hmm. the rest of your squad mm-hmm. and then you uh, make landfall and uh, what you saw in the demo begins and it's about an hour mm-hmm. and so it's like yeah okay this is fun it's a little bit of a drag to play it again but then you get through that. And uh, you're set. The, the game changes, and it changes constantly. Just in that first hour, mm-hmm. where you're like, okay, one second, this is a fairly traditional 3D hack and slasher, mm-hmm. and then now the the camera's shifted, and now it's a 2D side scroller, and now it's a top down uh, twin stick shooter, and it, it just shifts like at the drop of a hat. At, I do like Basically that. based on the game's whims. Yeah. And then when you get through that, it drops you into the real game, which is an open world uh, RPG set in a post-apocalyptic city where machines and animals have taken over. Like Zelda Breath of the Wild. <laughs> sort of. Well, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a, shifting it back. It's a green apocalypse, sort of looks like enslaved or you know anything where like nature's reclaimed the city. Mm. Uh, and... Everyone in the game seems to be an android. Like you're, you're fighting uh, against these robots that aliens have deposited on planet Earth, uh, and you're fighting for the last surviving humans. But so far, I have not seen a single human. Everyone's just an android. <laughs> that would so, take a while to model. Yeah, huh. it's, but it's getting really good reviews. Yeah, no, it's it's a lot of fun so far. What and is, what, is sh- what a fun and shitty time for yeah. games that everyone's doing this <laughs> this well and. The main character, God. Tubi, uh, basically dresses like a, a gothic Lolita maid with like a an eye mask. And I discovered Pre-order reinstated. that if uh, if you stand on a platform, you can look up look up her skirt, and she's wearing a thong. And but if you linger like that, she will get annoyed and uh, jump off the platform and back to the ground where you can't look up her skirt. <laughs> I will confirm. Oh. Boy, did Nintendo take a lot of measures to make sure I can't look up people's skirts and tell them. Like, I, like there, there are additional layers, like new polygons, to make sure there is no You upskirts. get under there, and it's like, oh, she's wearing gym and shorts. And believe me, every woman is wearing a skirt. It's a fucking Japanese game. Yeah. But there's no ups. I'm sorry to have to make that exclusive announcement here. No upskirting. 
Yeah. Impa never gets up <laughs> off her knees. No. She's always <laughs> seated in that meditative posture. Uh, I, Such can, a shame. Can I jump? I, I forgot to mention these things of a switch. It's stupid. But uh, it was fun. I just noticed it today when you slide your Joy Cons in. I yeah. had the, the neon version. Mm-hmm. And when you, if look you have, at you if, <laughs> with your neon. Dave doesn't have it. Did you Me want? And Michael it? doesn't either. No. Well, which, which what one? I, I was, I was actually gray. gonna. I was like gonna suggest adult. for the the stream that you played with like a half neon, half black. Who does? No one else oh, has man, that. Man, that'd be insane. Yeah. Oh, but Fuck somebody. System, did man. you see that? I don't know if it's in the news that that thread that the, the people who make skins for consoles mm. right, are. Yeah. Did you see that? Yes. Who were like so pissed that like they're they saying don't apply skins? Yeah, to your don't use switch. our products because the paint will lift right up. Mm-hmm. Uh, because and it's the all... decals don't stay stuck. And I, I, I'm I'm a little ashamed I had the neon one because if this shit goes south, that will be emblematic of the shitty version of the system. Mm. Like if this if yeah if the switch I mean the, the systems are the same functionally so but they but... but they are but like that will be like. In a comic book, how you would show a switch? Oh yeah! Like if it fails, I, it is convenient. Like when we were playing One Two Switch, that mm-hmm. it like shows you this controller. Blue does is this, this that... side, red is this side. Whereas like mm-hmm. with the black and like they're both black, so that it's hard to differentiate. In that, but if you have the tablet that, uh, on, and I was curious to see if yours do this when you slide your shit in. Mm. Uh, if the screen's on, you'll see like red and blue slide in oh, no. as no. you do it. No. And this is my favorite part, the shitty bone thing, mm. the skeleton that you stick your stuff in. The grip, yeah. The grip. that And like, oh, it's showing lights on my Switch. Yeah. And I just found out, uh, just looking at it, oh, these are mirrors. Like, there's no, really? there's not a single yeah. moving component in here. Wow. There's little lights on the side of your Joy-Cons that shine through here and are mirrored up at the top. Neat. Wow. This, this does it's a husk. It's literally less a husk. than nothing. <laughs> it does less than nothing. Yes. It turns your Joy-Cons into a controller. It does. It's insane. Yeah. That just, is, again, like, I... I it, it's a little too small, and, like, when I said, you'll accidentally throw your sword into a pit, mm-hmm. it's because, like, it's really easy for uh, adults' fingers to accidentally hit the right shoulder yeah. button. While just resting on the controller, yeah. which in Zelda Breath of the Wild is uh, the button that makes you rear back and throw whatever your weapon yeah. is. I, I would say that the left D-pad, which is vital in a game like Zelda Breath of the Wild, and my left mm. finger, my, my left thumb is a little yeah. clumsier. Like, it fucks up constantly. Ooh. I never do what I want. I can never... Yeah, and, and just from, like, a gameplay perspective... Mm. Like, I sneak up on a group of enemies, and I'm like, I forget the... And now I've learned it's the bottom three D-pads that switch your weapons. But I, there were a few times early on where I'm like, all right, I'm going to switch to a bow and arrow. Uh, I can't whistle. But, like, I literally whistle in front Call of a bunch horse. of enemies. Yeah, and it's like, god damn, I don't even have a horse yet. Why do I have... Why does this button work? All right, I like, just got everyone's attention. 50 games came out this week. That's true. Okay, keep going. Action 52. So, so yeah, <laughs> Nier Automata is really cool so far. Uh, it's it's very daunting. There's like this whole system of chips that you install in your mm. character as gear that, that both teach you different skills, but like they also hold certain essential functions. Mm. Like there's a chip that takes up a slot that displays your health bar, and there's another one that <laughs> displays the mini-map, and so you kind of have to juggle these things depending on your immediate needs. Uh, also, Ghost Recon Wildlands mm. uh, came out. I think it's fantastic, I should say. I am a contractor for Ubisoft, mm-hmm. but uh, but I do really enjoy the game. It's a big open-world shooter set in Bolivia. Mm-hmm. You operate as part of a four-person team to the point where it's, it's meant for co-op, and it's really, really good as a co-op game, mm-hmm. especially if you're playing with friends. 
but I heard a lot of positivity after the beta. Yeah, no, it's it's mm-hmm. really good. Mm-hmm. If you're playing solo, you'll have like three AI helpers who mm-hmm. will shoot at dudes, and uh, the the main reason to have them around is because when you invariably get shot down, they'll mm-hmm. run in and revive you, mm-hmm. which is really useful. You can hijack helicopters. It's you know it's takes that if only I had that in Zelda mm-hmm. where I die more mm-hmm. I've died more in this Zelda game than every Zelda game I played combined mm-hmm. had to point but that out hijacking a helicopter and uh, loading up your teammates mm-hmm. and then everyone skydives out over mm-hmm. like an enemy base at night and then sneaks around shooting dudes with silenced weapons is uh, is a really cool feeling uh, the shooting action is really good. The exploration is a lot of fun, and you get the fun—you you get the feeling like I'm fighting a drug cartel alongside an indigenous resistance. And uh, what if you like drugs? <laughs> Man, again, how many open world games? God damn! Uh, yeah. Three this week. God damn! So, it. Ghost Recon Wildlands, Near Automata, and Lego Worlds, uh, and Breath of the Wild and Horizon from last week. Right, motherfucker. Uh, and Lego Worlds is seems to be like I haven't I haven't played it, mm. but it looks like Lego Minecraft. Mm. But it's multiplayer, and there, there's a lot of functionality built it. in. Mm. Like, and basically, it seems like anything you could do in a Lego game, you so can is that your back to the you future? can build yes. and do in this. Yeah. Which uh, Lego did do with Lego uh, Dimensions, and uh, of course, a disc jam, which we mentioned, is like a 3D wind jammers, yeah, uh, and it is free if, if you have PlayStation I have to say, Plus. Li- I let my PlayStation Plus laps for like you the last fool. two months. I mean, there were games that I was interested in because it's always like old game, indie game. I don't care, but this 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 jam game makes yeah, me. But not, uh, you, you've been without it a few months. You'll have to pay a thirty percent uh, increase on your premiums for a year. No, well, I don't. I'll just wait for eBay to sell for like ten bucks cheaper. That's yeah. Oh. With, with the new plan, only old people will benefit really? from PS Plus. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah. It'll be based oh. on uh, Look, I can get an iPhone or a PS Plus. <laughs> <laughs> an iPhone every month or PS Plus. Plus. Uh, I don't know if this is on there, but it was news to me in the Facebook. Yeah. Later time, Facebook community brought it up that Marvel vs. Capcom 3 Ultimate. Ultimate, yes. Hit Steam and Xbox uh, One. Yep, oh. people are already mm-hmm. modding it. Art. Man, I'm so excited. Mm. Oh, I don't need infinite at all. <laughs> <laughs> Give me all the X-Men. <laughs> nice. Because uh, we were uh, we were legit confused when How we saw... How soon do we get a Hugh Jackman skin? This week's laser time involves <laughs> us going to see Logan. Did you see, see Logan? Not yet. It's huh. fucking fantastic. It is the best superhero movie I've ever seen. Whoa. Yeah. For wow. real. For real. It's really good. But it's like because it's kind of not a superhero movie. Yeah. Better than Iron I'm... Man 2. <laughs> Better than Iron Man three. Better than Meteor Man. Better uh, than Avengers: better Rise than of Age of Ultron. Yes. No, but really, better than Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, Love them. In terms of like making me feel a range of emotions. Yeah, yeah but like most superhero movies aren't meant to do that, except for Spider Man two, which did it amazingly. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're on a different topic here, but we are? Yeah. well, it was, it was because it was because like we finally see X twenty twenty three. I'm like, we've seen her a billion times before. She was in it, and I forgot that it, No, just Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Yeah. That's the only place uh, I know this person from uh, outside of the comic books. That's the only place hmm. she's been. Uh, I, I confuse a video game for something that happened in a movie. Is That's one of her all costumes a pair of cool glasses? Sunglasses? <laughs> yes, dope glasses. <laughs> all right, Chris, are you ready to shine? Why, what? That's all the new releases? Take my the ones advice, I don't know how to talk do about. as I say. Save a little money for a rainy day. What are you buying? You bet your bippy. Uh, Amazon Prime members can still get Zelda Breath of the Wild for forty-seven ninety-nine on both Nintendo Switch and Wii U. Um, and if you have a Wii U and you feel sad, you don't have a Switch. 
Uh, Xenoblades Chronicles X is thirty bucks. Uh, Color Splat- Paper Mario Color Splash is forty, and Triforce Heroes is twenty. Again, these are Ooh, the rare cool. Nintendo sales yeah. that Nintendo thinks it's a deal to sell you Color Splash for forty dollars. But twenty again, bucks that probably for rules. Triforce Heroes. Is that game I mean, sucks. Yeah, but it's like I, I have a thing in me where it's like I should own every single Zelda game. Well, it's it's sort of like we're gonna go downstairs and eat pizza and have a beer. Yeah, that's twenty dollars. So twenty dollars, a twenty dollars game is to me like that's like pizza and a beer. Cause I gotta go early today. Oh, Dave! I'm gonna play oh. some Triforce Heroes. Oh, uh, Triforce Entry. Um, <laughs> hey, you PC players out there, EA or- on EA Origin, and I know yeah, there are dozens of you. Uh, Battlefield One and Titanfall Two bundle for fifty bucks. That's both nice. It's, it's not. It's it's probably a good place to play them. Please, They're both oh really God, good games. Titanfall Two. <laughs> it's supposedly really Please good. I Origin. love the first Titanfall. Uh, but again, didn't have time to play it. Hey, but maybe you're a dude player, mm. and you got that PSN, you know, you gotta get that yeah. PS Plus, because I don't care to quote the prices of things if you don't have PS Plus. Mm. Why don't you have PS Plus? It's less than a game a year. Look, I didn't, I, I wasn't interested in the games last month. Assuming. What about the ability to play online for I anything? don't do that that often. All right, we are irrelevant. All um, I played last <laughs> month was Enter the Gungeon, okay? <laughs> uh, Call, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare is 39 uh 39 bucks mm. uh, via PS Plus on PSN. Uh, Call of Duty Advanced Warfare Gold Edition, $24.59, $49 for Digital Pro Edition. And yes, even Call of Duty Declassified for Vita is $10. Wow. Big Call of Duty sale. Uh, and allegedly Walmart uh, Walmart has Call of Duty Infinite Warfare for twenty four ninety nine. <laughs> this is normally a game that doesn't really ever go on sale until the next iteration happens. Uh, Xbox owners... Good for you. It's time to get sales, too. You an Xbox owner, honey? You excited about the Xbox? I have an Xbox. I'm not sure what the last time I turned it on was. I, yes. uh, well, probably, <laughs> to, probably to watch uh, Sling or HBO Go, if you're me. And, so, and somebody mm. did point that out. HBO Go is on PlayStation. Not if you're a Comcast yes. subscriber. And we don't have another cable choice yes. anywhere I've lived in my life. It's such yeah. a weirdly, like... <laughs> that, that is like Comcast is blocking it, but only on PS4. Well, I think Microsoft paid... Yeah. Comcast and shit like money. that. I feel mm-hmm. like that should be illegal. Mm. Like you, it does seem illegal. If only yeah. there was a thing called net neutrality mm. that could prevent this. I don't want to be blocked now. Uh, but good news if you're an Xbox Live owner. Uh, a bunch of Capcom deals on games with gold. Dead Rising um, 4, 38 99 Strider. This is where it gets real cheap. Yeah. Strider, uh, $3.75. Holy crap. Cents. Mega Man Legacy Whoa. Collection, $6.00. And if you, uh, I don't know if they're backwards compatible. I think they are. Mm-hmm. The 360 versions of Final Fight Double Impact and uh, Puzzle Fighter are two dollars and forty nine cents. I didn't put it in the news, so I'll just mm-hmm. say it now that they just added Dead Rising Case West and Dead Rising Case Zero to backwards compatibility. Oh, nice. And Dead Rising Case Zero, mm-hmm. everybody bought that game because it was five dollars, yeah. and it was like two hours of like just like. Having fun with the you know combos and all that dumb shit. <coughs> I just remember that game selling extremely well for yeah. Oh, but if you're not a Capcom fan, also Rise of the Tomb Raider is twenty dollars on uh, Xbox. Damn. And uh, Witcher Three Complete Edition. That's everything. Hmm. Twenty five bucks. Wow. On XP. Yeah, real good deal. And Doom right now is nineteen ninety nine at Best Buy. If you have the Gamer Club. Gamers Club unlocked. Yeah. Uh, Fifteen ninety nine. <laughs> Wow, fifty ninety nine for that's one of our cheapest games of the year. It brings us down to the, the price of Stardew Valley. Mm. <laughs> uh, also one of the games of the year. 
coming to Switch. Is yeah. it coming to Switch? It is. Good, good, good. Yeah. Oh, and Toys R Us has buy one, get one 40% off, and they also have Dragon Quest Builders for $34.99. Are they still in the uh, no Switch games allowed in that deal? Um, I don't know, because Target excluded Switch games specifically. But yeah. there's there's three Switch games you should care about that you could buy in a store. Yeah. And that's... Well, no, no, two. Yeah. Breath of the Wild and Bomberman. Mm-hmm. Bomberman kind of sucks. Um, really? Yeah, a little bit. No, I do yet. one of these VGAs. Like, if we all bring our Switch controllers, mm-hmm. then, then you can have it. Well, all actually, three of we'll us have our Switch eight, controllers we'll here. We'll never have eight people here. Uh, it, it's just more that... They bring, try and make it 3D and switch, you can't see shit. Everyone bring their mm. Switch to WrestleMania. Vital they don't thing, have enough people for Nate. Vital things you match. need to play Bomberman. We uh, streamed it on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash time. Vital things you need to play Bomberman are obscured because they decided to make it 3D. It's, yeah. it's a little odd. Um, but it was nice to have Bomberman back for a second for dollars mm. um, And that is it for my game deals, baby. Take my advice. Do as I say, save a little money for a rainy day. I still expect to hear, like... Thank you! See, gotcha. That's Beetle, (laughs) who is back in Breath of the Wild. Yes. Almost exclusive... I think exclusively around horse stables. Mm -hmm. Uh, And if you go to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash lasertime, instead of just doing a normal stream, we try to answer Zelda questions and have tips (laughs) in how to play and how things work. And so... Watch it for ten minutes and like you'll learn a shitload about. Do they still say? He does. I really wish he did. Mm. Ooh, ooh, wee. Yeah, it's kind of that. He he says that, and then if you buy a lizard from him, he goes, "Oh, Beth." (laughs) (laughs) Like, (laughs) (laughs) Dom Rick and Morty reference for you guys. I did like that that giant uh, plant creature that you bought like five things from and it kept doing that dance and would also oh uh, Hestu Hestu yeah Yeah. we teach you where to find Hestu there's three locations for him oh shit Uh, and and oh no we didn't the Great Fairy Fountain is insane yes by the way Uh, of that place, Kakariko Village. But uh, yeah, so we're on right. news now, right? Oh yeah, here we go. Play in, Dave. Go jump the gun. Everyone must remain silent. While this plays, there should be no talking whatsoever. God damn it, Chris! I told you not to talk. I was silent. Now, now I have to play it again. Uh, so as we mentioned before, uh, Digital Foundry did a bunch of tests with the... I mean, they do this all the time, and yeah. it's great stuff. Like, comparing, you know, Xbox One and PS4 versions of games is what they usually do, mm-hmm. uh, but now it's they have... details I don't care that much about, yeah. but and, it was interesting it, to see how this yeah. stacks up to the last-gen, the technically last-gen version. Yeah, but yeah, so Digital Foundry, they tackled, they tested Breath of the Wild on... Uh, Wii U Switch in and on Switch in both the portable mode and the docked mode. Mm-hmm. They noticed. I mean, everyone noticed, mm-hmm. but they did like more official testing on uh, how much of a frame rate difference there is between 10%. Switch and Wii U and or Switch and Switch docked. They did Switch docked yeah. and undocked and Wii U. Yeah, I mean, we use a lower resolution, but it's still it keeps up. And, but I think the Wii U version is still lagging behind the Switch portable version yeah as far which as is read. which looks phenomenal i think the switch docked looks like not to say mm. it looks like shit is mean yeah. but a new console shouldn't look like that on a television <laughs> I, I i i'm baffled by that yeah. uh but um a lot of people have been buying switches i mean obviously 
uh, Nintendo reported that Switch has been the best-selling Nintendo console at launch, even outselling the Wii U. Mm-hmm. Or sorry, the original Wii. Everything mm-hmm. else sells the Wii U. No, um, I think... <laughs> and that uh, the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild mm-hmm. Switch version has been outselling Mario 64, which I guess is their benchmark. It, they said it was their, the, the most successful yeah. first-party Nintendo launch game ever. Yeah. And that this is the most successful Nintendo launch that isn't Wii. Yeah. Uh, more successful than Wii U. And when I was in line, it was a conspiracy theory I heard and never looked into. Uh, but, it, shit, we have launch stories, our uh, Switch launch stories on bonus time this week. Yeah. Uh, Patreon.com slash laser time. But somebody brought up, and this is what was infuriating a- about Dave's yeah. issue, Dave and Brett's issue by pre-ordering from Amazon. That Nintendo sent out pre-order links. Mm-hmm. Pre-orders are done. And then flooded stores with extra models. Mm-hmm. And so when I get to Best Buy for the midnight launch, I'm in a line with 30 people for pre-orders. And there are people who lined up at 6 p.m. There's about 100 of them. Yeah. And they're all promised switches, too. Huh. So we have to... The people who pre-ordered months ago have to wait for the people who got there today yeah. to get them. And it, again, it shows you... Am I a terrible person? It was, it, but it was still... Do I think? Do I think I'm? I, I deserve a switch more than these people do, yeah. <laughs> because I I because I, I was willing you to put money on, on my credit card yeah. like and click on a link two yeah. months ago mm-hmm. uh, that I somehow deserve it more than them. But I'm just finding myself infuriated and waiting in yeah. line at two till two a.m. It's and... still very difficult to find that. First yes, weekend, and the thesis but... of the story I tell on bonus time is that if you're lining up at a midnight launch for a console that you pre-ordered two months ago, your time isn't actually important. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's. That's the moral of the story. That's why I just had mine delivered. But well, well, Dave and Brett did, and I found that <laughs> yeah, so infuriating the, on their behalf. Yeah. So I mean, Amazon. Let's, yeah. Let's move on to the other big story. Yeah, I ordered through Best Amazon, Buy. Amazon, in particular, like I've heard scattered stories elsewhere of other uh, retailers messing up, mm-hmm. but not nearly on the scale that Amazon did. Didn't Amazon just like shit can a ton of Zelda Master Edition? I think pre-orders? that also happened. Oh, did they? Yeah. Uh, and like, yeah, for some people, well, it's also happened with the, I mean, Brett, for Brett, it also happened with the Pro Controller. I think mm-hmm. he also down, or pre-ordered that mm-hmm. right when it was uh, up for pre-order. Well, but got it today. Yeah, but uh, yeah, the pre-orders for the actual console itself, which mm-hmm. You know, when you pre-ordered it back in January, mm-hmm. the promise was you get it on launch day, mm-hmm. and I was one of the people that so didn't get it on launch day. Brett was another person, Taylor Cock, mm-hmm. uh, who used to work at no, no, there, with there, us, there were tons uh, Phil's of caller people. on Polygon, uh, and a lot of them they don't have their consoles yet. Mm-hmm. They had it promised for like Monday or Tuesday of this week, so I, I consider myself slightly lucky. I still mm-hmm. was very pissed off that I pre-ordered it and thought I would be getting it on launch day and did not and I got it about 11 noon the mm-hmm. the next day but I have always went to brick and mortar retailers mm-hmm. for my launch consoles mm-hmm. I know like you know the last time that a brick and mortar like place messed up a pre-order mm-hmm. like just in general that I remember was like back when the PlayStation 2 had their like launch Mm-hmm. Allocations like cut in mm. half. Oh yeah, but like this. Do you what... remember why? No, no. Because... Oh, the processor? No, it was something to do with like a shortage of blue lasers. Okay, mm. it was it was a component inside the thing. Yeah. Like, yeah, we couldn't actually make these. Sorry. Yeah, but they said so ahead of time. Yeah. But this was uh, the first console that I did not have on launch day since the GameCube. Like every mm. everything since then, I had at launch. Mm. Like from the original Xbox all the way up to. 
uh, yeah, the Xbox One and PlayStation 4, I got them at launch. And th- it pissed me off that I didn't have it on launch day. And I was worried because when I when I contact- contacted Amazon, they said, maybe Monday. <laughs> and and luckily, like, I don't know if it was because I, like, I bitched them out. Like, both during that and then on Twitter, which I hate doing, but I just did it. You got I mad thought, cloud on the internet, though. Eh. But uh, I did get it the next day, and... You know, it's it, it, it sucks it was... that I had I didn't get it on launch day, and that's why that's probably why. For I thought it was infuriating. In the future, I'll just go brick and mortar because the three people who work at Laser them. Time every day, yeah. one of them pre-ordered at Best Buy, wasn't a great experience. I'll never do it again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the other two pre-ordered on Amazon and didn't get their system on day one. Yeah. And I usually don't pre-order physical things I expect to arrive on day one. There was one time I went to that Call of Duty convention, put in a code, and when I walked out to work in the morning, Call of Duty was on my doorstep wow. at like 7 a.m. That's huh. the only time it's ever happened. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure it's because Activision paid somebody to, yeah. to make it happen. <laughs> and but it, it, it was infuriating. Is like after you guys pre-order on Amazon, the pre-orders are sold out. Yeah. And launch the, launch, the week leading up to launch, you're like, we got more systems. Yeah. Hey, it literally launch day. That we're launching like, Prime Now. Shit, it's available now. And if you live in Los yeah. Angeles, Seattle, Chicago, you can get it Prime Now and deliver to your house today. Meanwhile, you guys pre-ordered it months ago yeah. and don't get it. Yeah. Uh, and so, and the launch line conspiracy was that Nintendo to fight black market prices mm-hmm. uh, sold out of pre-orders, but made sure to flood retailers day one yeah. with walk-in to to make sure to dis- distinguish walk-in. Mm-hmm. Like if you walk in to buy a Switch, you'll get a Switch. Well, it's almost mm-hmm. stressful to buy a new Nintendo system because you totally. don't know. Like they, they'll either go one of two ways: mm-hmm. they're going to be incredibly scarce for months, like mm-hmm. the Wii and the NES Classic, yeah. which now I'm convinced is a conspiracy that they built up to get people interested in Nintendo again, and will never release to market mm-hmm. after oh. this. Seriously, because mm-hmm. like they want to sell you those games for five dollars a piece again mm-hmm. yeah. soon. Or you'll be able to find it everywhere, like the Wii U, and I, cannot, and I guess the Switch. I cannot believe this. The Switch. The Switch opens up. Hey, guess what, lucky guy? You get to use the Switch's <laughs> online service for free until fall. <laughs> Have you not gotten that screen yet? Yeah, yeah. get to scroll through it and like nothing's available. What, what till service, the asshole? Like, there's <laughs> nothing here with multiplayer. What yeah. are you talking about? Uh, there's yeah. no service. I, there's no service. I'm asking for. Yeah. Um, it, it, you're the I, one. You're the one who launched your system without the ability I, to sell I'm your just, games. Yeah, I'm just wondering if Amazon is actually going to address it because mm-hmm. it's like another thing that I saw that that varied that like some people like it literally amount. I think it it, it depends on how much you bitched about it. Mm-hmm. Like I when I was just chatting with someone mm-hmm. on that from Amazon's help They've center called in the help service. No, I, I chatted because I'm <laughs> not that. I'm not. Yeah. I'm, but uh, so what happened was I they first offered me an extra month of Prime and I'm like, mm-hmm. you know that I'm angry that Prime failed me. <laughs> this is the first thing I've ordered on Amazon in like four or five months, so I'm not really using Amazon Prime and I'm probably gonna cancel it. And then they're like, uh, you want five bucks? And I'm like, fine, I'll take that instead of nothing. Bought but for five. I know people who who got. You're fixed. why they think the game journalist industry is corrupt. It, all it took was five dollars. No, I was just like, I I'm done with this call. Like I'm not, <laughs> not I'm done with this chat because you have no other information to give me, mm-hmm. and I'm not gonna bitch any more about this because it's like literally just at a human being yelling at a brick wall. Yeah. I don't want to mm-hmm. make this one person feel bad about it. Like I even like said that throughout the chat. But the- I've heard people say like you can get fifty, but it's like Amazon should have a thing. Like if you are anyone who ordered. A switch through Amazon Prime with the expectation that you were getting it on launch day and you didn't get it on launch day, come up with a unified thing. 
Maybe, because yeah. if it takes complaining to get a like something back, that sucks. Yeah. Like even Nintendo was like they had the ambassador program and things like that. It's like have you should have like but this we, this eroded a lot of my faith in Amazon to send me something on launch day and I I feel like they they, I sent know, they your, should I feel like they sent your system before launch day. Mm-hmm. But the problem when you order something on Amazon, Amazon can't break street day. But once yeah. it leaves their offices and heads to UPS or yeah. USPS or FedEx, it's out of their jurisdiction. Mm-hmm. And if they release if they ah, it's more convenient to give Davis switch early. They've broken street tape. Violated a massive thing with a giant retailer. Yeah, but... They, which is why I, I've never done it before. I will never pre-order a console and expect mm-hmm. Amazon delivered on time. I just won't. But I feel like it, and, you, you order a pre-order, pre-order a game through Amazon, you're mm-hmm. going to get it on launch day. Like, do you? Because it hasn't I worked out in my case. Really? Well, I mean, like, we stream at 3 o'clock. Oh, I know. Like, I, I, yeah, but you'll get it the day that it comes out. Yeah, you I'll, get it, I'll get it out in the, the evening as opposed to, like, people... Like, if I download it, I'll get it at 9 o'clock. Yeah. I don't know. I can even preload it. Why would I do this? I suppose it's more about the fact that it is a console, and that like you get a console on launch day, you, like you feel like you're part of something. It's true, it's true. And, and I, just, I wanted to be part of it. The mailman was late delivering my latest issue of Colliers, and I like to write a letter to the editor about this. A government employee yeah. with a pension. Look, give I, wrote, me my, I wrote a letter. My baby system. I wrote time. a letter to Reggie about this. Okay, leave you <laughs> right. good. Uh, fuck. I, it, uh, is there any other news? Oh, sorry. Um, uh, <laughs> nothing Switch? more for me to bitch about, but um, uh, <coughs> Oculus Rift dro- Oculus Rift dropped so a lot of its prices. I for, uh, game deals, goddamn. Couldn't, is this possibly because of the ongoing thing with ZeniMax? Hmm. Like, probably. You're looking at Facebook releasing a commercial product and failing right now. Because... Because is anyone really buying VR? I did. Uh, you did. I mean, it's amazing. I love the technology. I I, I understand that it's a hard sell because it's expensive. But like, it's not, even the cheapest option is like five hundred. But they're not discounting the Oculus. They're discounting the fucking hand controllers. No, they're both. Well, oh, I, I have yeah, no well, idea what they're, they're 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 dropping the price by a hundred bucks, but like throwing in the 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 touch controllers. Is it available yeah. yet? You can just buy one, have it sent to you in less I think than so, seven yeah. months. Yeah. And the lawsuit. The lawsuit meaning like now. now hmm. Until they appeal it, and I'm sure they'll appeal it. Yeah. But you're partially paying, you're mm. partially paying Zenimax for whatever the fuck Oculus stole from. Huh. That's part of what you're paying for. So I don't know. I I, I was glad to see the price drop. I yeah. hope it drops further. I I forgot. I don't know what they cost that launch, but yeah, seven hundred dollars. So okay, so now it's six hundred dollars. <laughs> the give or take the, the Rift headset itself is five hundred ninety nine US dollars. Yes. Rift the headset is now five hundred dollars, and the touch controllers are one hundred dollars. Mm. So, I don't know. Glory be if you're a rich person who likes novelty. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and last but not least, the PlayStation Plus games for March have been revealed. We mentioned it before. Disc Jam. Mm-hmm. Also, Tearaway Unfolded for PS4. Mm-hmm. Uh. Under Night in Birth Ber- EXE Late, which that. is a anime fighting game and ah. is actually really good. The title is complete nonsense, mm-hmm. but hey, anime fighting games, what do you expect? <laughs> uh, also, Earth Defense Force 2025. Oh, Chris just left. Yes. So, uh, the I only mean, person who could talk about hey, this I is like out Defense, of the room. No, I like Earth Defense no, you Force. Don't. Yes, I, I, I reviewed Earth, Defo- Earth Defense Chris Force. Chris likes Earth Defense no, Force. No, 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 no. Actually, Chris likes the American bastardization of Earth Defense Force. Ah, that's Earth true, Defense, he does. Yes, EDF Insect Armageddon. What is it? You said an 8 out of 10 in my heart? <laughs> yes. I like <laughs> I like the uh, the Wii Japanese version of Earth Defense Force uh, 
I think is 2025 the newest, or then they did 4.1 on new consoles. That's the one you should buy, but uh, also... I yeah. lost track. They're all good. <laughs> no, but Earth Defense Force is just big, stupid fun, mm-hmm. shooting at giant bugs and big robots in cities where anytime you touch a building, it collapses. It's pretty fun. And uh, Severed and Lumo on Vita are also part of the uh, PlayStation. Hi, Chris. Nice. Chris, we were just talking about how much you hate Earth Defense Force. No, yeah. you don't. You don't like to I, write Earth Defense Force. I would have nominated for games that were became popular way later on. Yeah. It was, it was it, pretty popular when it came out. Yeah. There was. Yeah. Which one are you talking about? The first one. Which? No, it wasn't. Well, the one that spawned a series of sequels. Yeah. No, because it started on the Super Nintendo. No, it didn't. Yeah, that's no. that's not. It's. I mean, it, it's just named the same. It's the different Earth Defense Force. Fine. Which you're thinking of started on the PlayStation 2. And I love this. Earth Defense Force 2017. Mm -hmm. Remember when that was the future? No. (laughs) Earth Defense Force 2017. 2017 has always been a bunch of bugs tapping his phone. We live in the Matrix. (laughs) But the one that's free on PS3 2025 is. It's it's way improved over 2017 because (laughs) you can now have the. Like, there's a flying class, which I. It's the only class I can play as in those games because. Otherwise, you're slowly trudging across the map to find bugs mm. and giant robots to shoot. But you should download that game and all the other stuff on uh, PlayStation. Uh, and yep. that's it for news. All right. Well, it's time, it's time to move on to our community segment, which is always a segment in our community. Uh, last week's question of the week, as you might remember, was, what's your favorite launch game of all time? Heidi, answer immediately. Hmm. Well, Virtual Fighter. No. <laughs> I, I didn't get Saturn when it launched. I got it years later. Mm. Well, like a year Even later. Two? Hmm? Two uh, wasn't at launch for Saturn. I got it when two it was, was uh, marked down to $80 two at Target. Two was 1995. Yeah, it was Anyway, um, I'd say my favorite launch game, uh, weird as it might sound, would be Sonic Adventure because holy shit did I love yeah. that game. Me too. Yeah, me too. Man, that, that I too. mean, it's it hasn't held up well, but mm. when it came out, like yeah. I wanted to... Uh, it was your first 3D Sonic Running game. away first from a whale 3D Sonic on bridge. game, and, yeah, uh, yeah everything was great. Your posers I, I, I never played remember. 3D Blast? I, dude, I, I played, I had Sonic Jam on, on fucking Saturn. We had to unlock the 3D <laughs> wow. portions. Okay, so so you know how hype I was for, for Sonic Adventure? So one day, like, I had just, you know, gotten my learner's permit and mm-hmm. was driving to school, so, uh... I take I take the car and I'm thinking, oh man, I'm gonna go home. I'm gonna play Sonic. I'm gonna play Sonic, and I'm pulling out of the school parking lot, and I don't realize because I'm I'm thinking about Sonic that there is a car behind me, and this is a a rich ass Catholic private school in the good part of Cedar Rapids, Iowa. So this is a pretty nice car, and I'm just like, oh fuck. I, I kind of wrecked this guy's front bumper. Whoops. Oh, you did? Oh, yes. Man. Did you just stick out your thumb like, gotta go fast? <laughs> I wish. I just wish. Just threw a chili dog at his window. <laughs> go get it later. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, uh, a bunch of great answers here. Wait, to... I have an oh. answer. I, was... I, didn't answer, I didn't answer this last week because I left okay. a little bit early. Oh, that's right. And mine is... Um, I've told the story before, mm-hmm. but Luminous on PSP. The Lumines. The Lumines. The Lumines. Uh, because I remember when I got the PSP, I was working at uh, a shitty office job that I hated, and it was one That's of. That's no way to talk about future. Hey, no, no. This is when I 
I worked for the Nassau County uh, Assessment Department office. Dave is the only person the only person I know whose first job required a tie. It wow. did, <laughs> and I've forgotten how to tie a tie because it was like I only did it for that, and then afterwards I was just like, I had a rule. You probably I did it once and loosened it. And no, then took it off. I had a rule where like when I get home, don't ask me how my work how work was today because it is the worst. I hate it, and I am literally, literally counting the hours when I have to leave every day. The and now, one now everybody every answer is Chris is a bitch. The one beacon of hope every day mm-hmm. was that I would I would bring my own lunch, mm-hmm. I would go to my car, and I would play Luminous. The Luminous. Because mm-hmm. I knew like if I'm good enough, I'll, this will last a whole hour, and it'll be the only pleasure I get in my day because <laughs> everyone else in the <laughs> office is forty fucking five years old, and they're talking about. Uh, the big game or whatever, and I don't care. Madden. Y'all going everyone. to the chili cook-off this weekend? Yeah, it's just the worst, <laughs> and it's... I hated that job, but I, I love Luna. I think my grandkid took a shit this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> I, it was like, and it was... It took a shit in the shape of a hot dog. Yeah. I shit you not. <laughs> oh, look what I just it's said. It's the only job I ever quit without the prospect of a new job ahead, and I was just like... It was Luminous that made me like, look, you gotta like, you've been playing games, you've been writing about games mm-hmm. your whole life, like, go for it. You should and, suck at games on YouTube for a living. And uh, tw- <laughs> twelve years later, I did, or whatever years <laughs> later, I did. But like, no, I just it was it was, I literally just quit. But like, Luminous kind of inspired me to do that because it was like, this is the one part of the wow. day that I love, so I'm gonna go after this thing that I love. To work in the Lou Mines. Yeah, and then two months later, I was right in the Lou Mines. <laughs> Working no, in I, the no, Lou yeah. Mines, going downtown. No, but two months after I quit, I found a, I got a job at Cena, mm-hmm. and it's like, yeah. Ever since then, I've just been like, I've been doing what I love, which is what I w- always wanted to do. Hustle, loyalty, and tech. I yes. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, well, Tranquil Bez was the first to respond in the Dude. forums. They get read first. Says, easy answer, Super Mario 64. Granted, I didn't play it until 2003 when I was eight. But then again, most launch games from the 360 onwards aren't actually memorable. The game still holds up today, which is rare for a launch title to do so, and the music is so goddamn amazing, Chris. But it is. I know. Uh, Dire Dire Docs, the dank (laughs) mix with Snoop Dogg in it. (laughs) Smoke, smoke, smoke. <laughs> well, speaking of 360, Frankly Man says, Condemned Criminal Origins. Not only was this a great, effective horror game, looking back, it seems strange and unexpected to choose horror as a launch title. For Sega. When usually mm. the most colorful, family-friendly, fr- family-friendly and most inviting games uh, for wider audience, such as cartoon mascots and sports, not games where you violently beat drugged-out mutant homeless men with hammers and blunt scrap metal. I remember seeing that at E3 and like I thought like so this is just a game about beating up homeless dudes. Yes. <laughs> like that that the, the horror second. didn't come across at all. They at changed the time. that for the second one and no one liked it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What happened to the bump fights? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's this bear shit? Uh, Celestial Masshole says uh, my favorite launch game was Spider-Man 2 UMD that came bundled with my PSP. <laughs> God, seeing that movie in 240p for the first yeah. time, can you? I'll never forget it. <laughs> Uh, it, it came. It gave me the ability to take one of my favorite superhero films on the go. Nothing compares to being 11 sitting on the curb by a Circuit City after school watching Peter Parker <laughs> struggle with superpower whiskey dick for two hours. Sam Raimi changed the landscape of the superhero genre with the UMD. I will always love my portable Spider-Man player for that. <laughs> weird weird that he would Spider-Man only player. make it uh, available on UMD. Yeah, Sam yeah. Raimi. He's a, he's a huge UMD nuts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that was very forward-thinking at the time. <laughs> 
And it's like, man, I have this, I have that pilot episode of Lost. It's not a movie if it doesn't spin. You're thinking of J.D. <laughs> I have three episodes of Family Guy? What am I going to do? Uh, oh, uh, I'll take uh, it if you don't want it. My uncle, who works for Nintendo, said, I will stand for Super Dodgeball Advance all day. When I first got my GBA, there wasn't a ton going on that caught my eye. But it didn't matter, because I love naming the players after all my friends and knocking them the fuck out with Flying Over Death. I still find myself firing it up whenever I pick out my original white GBA. Nice. That's, that's one of the better Lost series ever, mm. the Super Dodgeball series. Yeah. It's so fucking good. Actually, I don't think I put it in the news this week. Mm. I don't think it was last week, but uh, there's a new Fire Pro Wrestling yes. game. Because that, that was one oh, of the GBA God. launch games. Yeah, Henry so wrote it up at off his, Fandom uh, Powered by yeah. Wakia, or vice versa. We're talking mm. wrestling, I'm out of here. Hey. <laughs> no, no, but it's, it's, a, it's a cool Japanese title yeah. that has subsisted a, for years over there. Yeah. And yeah, it hasn't been around since like the I think the PlayStation PS2. Two. Like it was yeah. released on PS2 during like the 360 yeah. and PS3 era. But like that, America is going to yeah. be concurrent with Fire Pro. And hopefully, it stays true to the series and just makes every single popular wrestler available just with a <laughs> uh, a copyright skirting act like fake names. This is bulk schmogan. Yes, <laughs> sure. Uh, Triskitable said. Even if it's just a few days old, Breath of the Wild. Mm. I may love games like Super Mario World and Halo Combat Evolved to there. death, but the scope of this game is incredible. Mm-hmm. I was worried I'd run out of games to play before other Switch titles like MK8 Deluxe and Splatoon 2 hit, but now I can't I can't think of Mario mm. Kart 8 as MK8. That's like, I was thinking Mortal Kombat 8, <laughs> like the, the DC superheroes one? Uh, <laughs> But now I'm worried I won't be done with Breath of the Wild when those games release. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that's what we're worried about, too, because the only thing we're committed to jumping into is Mass Effect. And I'm hopefully going to play that early because it's one of the... EA it's Access. EA Access, so... Uh, yeah, that's the 16th, so I've like got, at the at time of recording, nine days to play as much of oh, Breath of the Wild as I can because mm. I really feel like Bre- or Mass Effect is just going to overtake I it. did finally download the... Um, uh, Shovel Knight prequel mm. on Switch. So is it included with the the full Shovel Knight package? I don't or? know, huh. but there's two. There's two, and right. that makes up a fifth of the entire store. <laughs> Shovel Knight games, huh. because there's nothing there, and you look like what's coming? Like Arms. Hmm. Hopefully, hmm. we'll tell you when we have a release date. <laughs> it's spring. It. it I that just Triskitable hit home to me. Like yeah. when when the fuck is the next Switch game? Yeah. Oh, oh, Blaster Master, actually. Yeah, next week. week. Oh, yeah. yeah. Should uh, be out by the time you hear this. We're going to shit show the uh, PlayStation <laughs> one. Uh, the confusingly named, and that's it for the community segment, said... <laughs> it, this is not it for the community segment. Uh, they said, let me be out of left field here with the sequel to your number two pick last week, Tetris DX. Two words, suck it. Uh, is the Game Boy Color a real system compared to the Game Boy? Not really. Is Tetris... Is Tetris DX a real launch title? Not exactly. Tetris DX is compatible with the original Game Boy, so not really all that new, but it is a great improvement over over the original. Better challenges, it saves, and it has a more modern rule set. Its only flaw is its music. It does not feature incredible classics such as Type A, Type B, (laughs) or who could forget Type C. Oh, Type C, man. I'm going to get married to that song. Truly a gem of a half-launch title of a half-new console. (laughs) Uh, Loki Gamer said, Hydro Thunder was hours of jackassery that kept my friends glued to the big screen TV in the, in the late 90s. <laughs> Nothing like bumping boats on the screen as you bumped elbows on the couch and started real fights as to who actually won the race. Hydro Thunder! I love... When we, we worked at Future, 
back in the heyday of the world, the heyday of video games media, mm-hmm. we'd go downstairs to the lunchroom, and there was a lunchroom with arcade units. Shane Patterson would start Hydro Thunder, <laughs> and he's like, have you tried playing the game? And try playing it. Like, ah, I play 13th, and Shane would hit start and walk away and go eat his food. <laughs> and by not playing the game at all, mm-hmm. you would score 12. <laughs> like, like, you, you would you would do better than trying. Arcade nice. games suck. <laughs> hey now, most of the time. Uh, but no, Valve, you're wrong. AI sucks. How about that? <laughs> but Valve, but two, but not but all said. While the best ever launch game is Super Mario World, it's kind of a boring answer. Instead, I'll take this opportunity to trash Perfect Dark Zero, a terrible launch game that never did receive the thrashing it deserves and kind of just vanished. It's an embarrassment of a game and feels Microsoft management lined up all the devs in Rare and reenacted the defenestration of Prague on them over and over until they were finally able to translate the experience into a game. It's the game that killed Rare in my eyes and turned them into the Osmandius of gaming. Hey, hey, here's a secret. Rare was never good. No, you're so wrong. What are you thinking about, the Wheel of Fortune game? It was fine. One of my sadder launch memories is like going to the same GameStop as one of my friends... And picking up the Xbox 360 and a bunch of games, one of them being Perfect Dark Zero. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Hey, we should like I got an extra TV. We'll play. We'll both play some launch games at my place." Mm-hmm. And he does that. He plays whatever on his HD TV, probably Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. And he has an SD TV in the corner, and I play on that. And the game I play is Perfect Dark Zero. So Perfect Dark Zero in SD on this HD console that I just bought was like the saddest thing. <laughs> uh, Gallatin Carhartt has a video response. I don't believe it. Afternoon, Video Game Apocalypse. This is Gallatin Carhartt here. I'm in the barn, the small barn, hey. as opposed to the big barn. <clears throat> I gotta take that wood right there. I'm gonna try to make a wall here shortly. Uh, in the arena, and then I gotta take the the grinder Switch here. Switch over. This door off right here. Try to try to cut this door in half. Anyways, thinking about best launch titles. Uh huh. And I'm torn because part of me wants to say nostalgia and say uh, Duck Hunt and uh, Tetris, <laughs> kind of in a combination, the, the, a, a, a two way a, a tie. I should say for first place. That was uh, Duck Hunt was the only game that my dad really played. My pa, he played it, and he would he would get down. he was not a hunter, but he could he could shoot the ducks. My pa, uh, kind of thing. Then also just Tetris. I was so smooth, so cool that I had one of the original Game Boys, and I and then I had like the travel pack that I kept on my right hip. And then I had the battery, the extended battery pack plugged oh, up on, on my belt buckle on my left hip. And I had no problems yeah. about walking through the mall, uh, the Greenwood <laughs> Mall, uh, and then Rivergate in Nashville, playing Tetris like I was the man. I was the man. I mean, y'all want to be this. Y'all want this right here. So anyways, but then you also think, but then Halo was actually a very nice game. Um... Halo was very nice, and then actually above. Halo, so let's say those are the two tie, the type for first place, and then you got to actually have Mario sixty four. Yeah. Mario sixty four was nice, um, and then you would throw in Halo. So yeah, that's probably it. All right, y'all take it easy. Bye. I thought I was going to give something revelatory. Gallatin Carhartt, I think we just aired your own <laughs> podcast in the middle of our. Um, 
That's what makes his videos so much fun. Yeah, if, you, if you don't go to the the forums to see them, like well, he posts them on Twitter. On Twitter so yeah. if you follow at Gallatin Carhartt, mm-hmm. uh, they're amazing. Worth it. Like yes, this is the first one I've seen in a while that it hasn't taken place on like a Thresher or a Tractor <laughs> or, or a Disney World or a Rock Crusher wow. or Disney World. Yes, R.I.P. Robert Osborne. May you never leave the great movie ride. Uh, okay, so new question of the week. What would you say is your sleeper hit? And uh, this can take on a dual meaning. It could be either a game that came out years ago that you only just recently discovered, or a game that you played years ago that you wish would become a sleeper hit for somebody else and be rediscovered by a new generation. Uh, I, I guess for me, like uh, there's there's one game that we discussed many podcasts ago, uh, Phantom Fighter. That immediately springs to mind. It was a, a logo two D fighting game based on the Mr. Vampire series of movies, I where you Mr. you play as a uh, martial artist Taoist priest who has to beat up uh, Chinese hopping vampires, and uh, until they burn up and you, you you liberate towns. And it was a very weird game, very smoothly animated for an NES title. Uh. And uh, very, very ignored, even at the time. Mm-hmm. So uh, that, that's one I wouldn't mind seeing come back in some form or another. M- mine is, I've said this before, Cobra Triangle. Yeah. I didn't discover it until I picked it up at a store in like probably the mid-90s. But everybody, old people mm-hmm. sing the praises of RC Pro-Am. Yeah. Uh, but, but Cobra Triangle is the better extension of that. The one that it's has RC the, Pro-Am with guns! With Gradius. Oh. That's what it is. And like with different Do you get options? Types. Yeah, you oh. literally get options nice. and missiles and homing missiles, uh, but it is also unfinishable. Like even in the rare replay collection, like <laughs> you can't really finish this game. It's hard as fuck. Uh, but but there's certain uh, certain things about it that I like. Yeah, helicopter boat mm. who shoots dragons, but also races. Yeah, <laughs> and, and also goes on endurance runs. I don't know. I wish it would come back in some form. Uh, I'm gonna say Loco Cycle, oh. which uh, came. It was one of the Digital-only launch games for Xbox One. got Did not get great reviews. I, I think I was it. one of the higher reviews, and I was I probably it. like a 6 or a 7. But it is just so batshit insane. Mm-hmm. has a lot of terrible cutscenes that are like Troma. I think they're directed by Troma, or like they're yeah. inspired by Troma. James Gunn is like the, the guy who brings... Yeah. the director of Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, James Gunn, Robert Patrick plays a motorcycle. <laughs> uh, it's just big, dumb fun. And if, if Microsoft just said like... I think it was like fifteen or something at launch, but if it was permanently five dollars, then like, they yeah, it, it's it, it's a great game, it's a great like whatever three or four hour experience that is just it's every level is different and every level is really dumb and stupid and the combat is actually <laughs> kind of fun and I miss it. Guys, I'm I'm not sure if you realize this, but like ninety percent of my body is made up of sleeper hit video games. That's like all I live and breathe. Do you want me to talk about Fighting Vipers two, or do you want me to talk sure, about Raymans or Pulseman or Alien Soldier or like, yeah. like Pulseman? That sounds interesting. What's oh, Pulseman! That? Pulseman is um, it's one of Game Freak's pre Pokemon games, uh, wow. and um. They made it for the Sega Mega Drive. Never came out in the U.S. except it did come out on the Wii Virtual Console yeah. here. I'm not sure if Wasn't that, it a that Sega service channel exclusive. Or something? Yeah, it did get released on the Sega Channel as well. But who the fuck had that? Yeah, yeah. Besides, like one guy I know, but, um, <laughs> Jim Carrey and the Cable Guy. <laughs> uh, it's, a, it's a really cool action game. Uh, very cartoony. Graphics are great. Music is fantastic. Uh, done by Junichi Masuda, who mm. did all the Pokemon music and is now like in charge of Pokemon, basically. Um, 
In fact, uh, a lot of Pikachu's stuff is uh, pays homage to uh, Pulse Man. Like wow. he has an attack called the Volt Tackle, which is also seen in this game. Mm. And it's a very very cool action platformer. Has uh, I'm I'm starting to repeat myself, but I can just go on and on. It has a really cute cartoony style. I'm yeah. looking at pictures of it now. Yeah, it's got a really cool style. It used, really pushes the Genesis to its limits in a lot of uh, places with with scrolling and uh, visual displays and things like that. And uh, it really is just a super duper fun and charming little game. And I love it to bits. Is the last boss Tom Savini? Sadly, no. Oh, then Local Cycles better. <laughs> is Local Cycles last boss Tom Savini? Yes. Nice. Very okay. much. In a leather jacket. All right. You then. beat up with a motorcycle. Yes. <laughs> is there an old lady being dragged by Robert Patrick playing a motorcycle? <laughs> In any of your games? No. I think Local Cycle has that. I withdraw Cobra Triangle <laughs> and, and reinsert Local Cycle. It deserves some love. It's not It's not the best game ever, but a mm. great launch game. Uh, so what's your sleeper hit? Let us know. Go to lasertimepodcast.com slash forums. First person to start the thread by asking the question, answering it, gets read first on next week's show. Alternately, you can go to videogameapocalypse.com and uh, answer under the article for episode 204 in the comments. Anyway, that's been our show. Let's go out with some plugs. Heidi. Oh, oh I have on? a big plug. Ooh. Besides my usual plug for www.gaming.moe which... Uh, HTTP colon slash slash www.gaming.moe dot forward slash dot backslash dot co- Yes. Besides my usual plug for that, which uh, admittedly I've been doing a lot behind the scenes for that lately, so there hasn't been a huge amount of new content, but that's going to change this month. And uh, right now, the big thing I have to plug is I'm going to be having a panel at uh, PAX East. Hey! In fact, the day this goes live, uh, it'll be happening, 10 p.m., Oh, wow. uh, it is a panel about Kusoge, terrible Japanese video games. Mm. You may have seen my previous panels. Um, I have some new content, and the good news is it's going to be live-streamed on Twitch as well, so hey. even if you can't be there in person, you can watch in spirit. But we know a lot of you are going to be there in person. Yes. I wish I was. Yeah, somebody even said to me, hey, hey can I get your autograph? And I'm like, dude, dude, all I do is make bad jokes on Twitter and bullshit about no, 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 no. that's that's the the wrong response you need to be more friendly and say give me fifty dollars yes okay <laughs> give me fifty dollars and i'll say thank you in person uh-huh. when you see me at pax east someday i'll be back at pax two hundred fifty dollars and you get a hug Ooh. uh two hundred fifty five dollars hello job city no well, with me not yeah. you oh, okay. i'm not fucking <laughs> pricing your shit out I'm, like, I'm great at mine it's definitely worth the extra five dollars um <laughs> Uh, yes, Laser Time Podcast for more of that <laughs> ribald nonsense. Uh, this week we're talking about, um, again, I love Logan. And um, I, we avoid spoilers. I we avoid spoilers for Logan, but we started the, f- the first half of the show is all about the greatest character send offs we can think of. Because Logan is, like, if you're. It's been Hugh Jackman playing the same insane. character for, for 17, 17 years, years, and he's. It's a bookend. It's yeah. it's over, and like and and we tried to find other mm-hmm. instances of that, like people who played characters for long times and yeah. how they said goodbye as those characters. They rarely do. They rarely do, or they die. <laughs> yeah. Um. But it it was a really a interesting episode that I feel like I would love to see the comments on because I feel like we can do mm-hmm. another one based oh, yeah. on the stuff we missed. 
but I really, really like Logan, and I really, really like Breath of the Wild, and I really, really liked Horizon Dawn, Zero Dawn, and I'll probably never play it again. Aww. You also seem to really like Planet of the Vapes. Uh, that, that was given to me. Isn't that cool trying to open it? What? She's been trying to open oh, it. Oh, she did it with the fucking... <laughs> she learned how to do it. There's a button Cheating. on there that says press. Do you think I'm an That was idiot? a gift, but it's to keep your nugs sweet and vacuum sealed. Um, <laughs> it's to keep your nugs dank. Yeah, I don't buy nugs. Mean? I don't know why. I don't even know why it was given to me. Blueberries. <laughs> uh, there's patreon.com slash laser time where there's so many great things you can get for as low as $5 a month. There's our weekly show bonus time. This week is a lot of our uh, first impressions of Switch, but also I think we all had bad poo this weekend, so that's also, if you want to hear about that, uh, I, you should do it, I swear. Um, we also do movie commentaries. Mm-hmm. This week we did Twister. Twister. Later, in the, in, later in the month we're doing Raising Arizona. We celebrated Bill Paxton with a little Twister. Yeah, we're going to do a commentary for the first episode of Power Rangers with the new movie coming out we're going to do the original uh, American first episode of Power Rangers and uh, Wrestlemania match later in the month and uh, at the $10 level sorry uh, then there's also Cheap Podcast the pro wrestling podcast where uh, we're, we just did an episode about Fastlane and uh, yeah if you donate to the $10 level we're going to have in uh, a Quiplash an exclusive Quiplash stream that is for $10 donors so if you uh, want to get in on that $10 a month will get you that and so much other cool stuff. And there's also 30-20-10, our weekly show that goes yes! uh, 10, 20, and 30 years back in time. Our most recent episode, well, we talked about Raising Arizona, Private Parts, and 300. Nope. No? Oh, yeah, at this point, that'll be that'll be a week and a day old. But uh, <laughs> that was a recent episode that I... But, and also really Talking Simpsons, which I don't usually get to plug here. Bob Mackie, Henry Gilbert, you like them? We're on a show every week together talking about The Simpsons in chronological order. This week, I'm very happy because it follows up a nice book into Oscar season, uh, Rosebud, the uh, Mr. Burns Citizen Kane episode. Mm-hmm. It's one of the best episodes of The Simpsons ever. Bring back Sheriff Lobo. <laughs> Lobo. Lobo. <laughs> More like Rosebud, am I right? Uh, anyway, <laughs> as always, you can Talking follow... About my dog's prostate? <laughs> yes. Mm. As always, you can follow the show on Twitter at VG Apocalypse or me personally at Wikiparas. Thanks for listening, everybody. That's been our show. We'll see you next week. Chris is on mic. What, what, word. Say Taito. Say rap. Um, this is a thing. Huh. Taito rap? I, I don't mind showing it off. My dumb comic book advertisements thing. Oh, uh, yeah. Down there. Say rap, say Taito, say yo. <laughs> Wait, sweepstakes. So what is that? You go to like a Maybe Toys R Us and like a random sleeper cell person is like... You said the magic word. You win ten thousand dollars. Yo, and kick, <laughs> kick this flow and rescue this Vietnam. Yo, title rap. <laughs> you said it like an idiot in front of me. You win ten thousand dollars and a free copy of Operation Wolf. <laughs>